hit a button, Morty. Give me a beat. Oh, this is a podcast. What's good, folks? I appreciate you tuning in to this episode of This A Podcast. This is the show where I have conversations with um, some of the smartest, brightest, most hardworking, talented people that are just in my world, people that I really think are um, forward thinkers, um, you know what I'm saying, really bright and really intelligent in whatever field that they're in. I talk to people from all different fields, you know what I'm saying, um, artistry, science, business, literally just people I know that um, I think are dope. So that's what this show is. My name is Mech. I am a content creator. Uh, I also run a family business. So a lot of the things that we talk about on here are in that world of business building, um, you know what I'm saying? Building as a person, you know what I mean? Just things like that. But how, that's that's the frame of the conversation. But uh, the conversation tends to go where it goes. So um, I appreciate you for tuning in. If this is your first time like dealing with the It's Nation brand, check out everything that we got on itsnation.com. We have a lot of content on there. Um, if you're into sports, we got Sporty Life TV with my homeboys, Serge and Theo. Right now, we're doing a dope docu-series following the Kennedy High School program as Serge and Theo uh, joined that coaching staff. Uh, it's a whole new coaching staff, so we're documenting the journey of that. And we also have um, my homeboy, Phil, who is, uh, you know what I'm saying, a regular guest on this podcast. Now he has his own podcast called The Final Third. Um, he's going and he, he is a soccer coach. So he's talking to a lot of his homies about um, everything soccer. And we have another show, um, another podcast called Live from the Backseat. That's with my two homegirls, Josie and Simone. They're super dope, super funny. And we've got hella content like on itsnation.com. Just go on there. You know what I'm saying? Look around. There's hella shit on there. And uh, also subscribe to It's Nation TV on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? That's where you can see a lot of our stuff. So I appreciate you for tuning into this and I appreciate you for, uh, you know what I'm saying? Fucking with the brand. On this episode, I have a very special guest, Teresa Kona on tap. Teresa is literally like a big sister to me. Literally grew up with her and her brother, Surgeon Theo. Uh, you know, if you've been following this brand for any amount of time, then you know Surgeon Theo are the guys that I do Sporty Life TV with. And I have their sister, Teresa Kona. Um, she's really actually one of the people, one of the first people, if not the first person that I reached out to when I wanted to turn this, what we know as itsnation.com into a thing. And uh, she was there from the beginning, really helped me do the first couple projects that got this thing into being what it is. And I'm always grateful for her for that. But that just kind of shows you the relationship that I have with her, the uh, ties that she has to this brand and vice versa. So, yeah, this was a very great episode. Um, we talk about what those early days were like, what I said to her when I approached her, what she remembers about that anyway. Uh, we talk about what she's doing now. She's very heavily invested and into the political world. Uh, she's really build, building a career for herself in that realm. We get into all kinds of different things about 
what it's like growing up uh, as the only girl in a house full of boys <laughs> and all kinds of different interesting stuff. Really great episode with my uh, really, really, really good friend, Teresa Kona. Got my sister from another mister on tap today, Teresa Kona. Yes. How so glad to finally be finally. here. You know what's funny? Um, I always knew I would have you as a guest, but I, I wanted to wait for the right time. You know what I mean? Timing like, is everything. Yeah, like I didn't want to do it too early where there was no listeners, yeah. and I didn't. I, I, I now felt like a good time to to bring you in. Timing is everything. So, um, I'm glad to be here. Before we get super started, I mean, we've already kind of gotten started off air, but before we get into the conversation, let people know who you are, what you do, and all that good stuff. Um. So my name is Teresa Kona. Um, nobody even really calls me Teresa. I feel like everybody either calls me Tisa or Reese yeah. or. Oh, so t- t- people call you Tisa outside the family? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like it picks up. So, nice. nice. Especially because like so many people know the know family. Know your family. <laughs> so nice. that's a big part of like who I am as far as like describing who I am. Mm-hmm. But um, one of five kids and the only girl. And um, I was a gymnast and a cheerleader for most of my life. I coached. Um, Went to college at Morgan State mm-hmm. University, and now I'm sitting on the board for a nonprofit, um, Friends of Boya School for the Deaf, which funds a deaf school in Cameroon. And I also work in government relations, so I manage PACs, which are um, political action committees, um, and fundraising, and just like connecting people are definitely like just the two things that I'm passionate about because. Eighty percent of those finances that support the campaigns that we actually get to see. That's that's what that big part is. Mm-hmm. So that's where I can get passionate to say, like, all right, there's people who need to be seen and getting in the decision part of who gets to be seen and whose voice gets the money behind it. Like that was ironically very parallel to um where my start was yeah. because raising money for the nonprofit was something I did from age eight. Yeah, gave yeah. my first speech at a gala at eight years old. Yeah, I remember being I a kid so, having so like, corny. <laughs> no, I remember being a kid like serving at those galas. Yeah, that your mom was like, having, yeah, but being like, like a server. Yeah, but like it that. was it was just like you know, honestly, like everything I feel like comes full circle for sure. And so it's like even those little things that like oh people are mentioning or saying around you, even as a kid, like that stuff always like sticks with you. And it's one of those things where it's um. When you have a personal tie to it, you go a lot harder or you go a lot further than you probably normally would go. Mm-hmm. There's certain limits that you kind of erase because, nah, this is personal. Yeah. So with that, it definitely was like, all right, uh, career-wise, it was an easy transition. And then being in D.C., having an interest in politics, having a lot of connections with people. Um, I started working on outside projects um, as far as like public relations-wise just to connect certain people and to get certain people in the same rooms and to also be like – we're a we are a generation full of creatives and full of like hard workers Absolutely. and people who are like willing to go out and get it. People act like people always talk shit about millennials and I just don't get it, dog. Like millennials are driving like of course you can point to some who are lazy maybe your daughter is lazy mm-hmm. but like dog like don't shit on the whole generation because the whole generation is doing like a yeah. lot of shit and like but you really know forward people, thinking and a lot forward. of a lot of people fear competition and a lot of people fear what they don't know yeah and the millennial generation is taking things in a whole direction that people don't even visualize yeah, or are could, able to yeah, see for, we for can't sure. even see where we're going for sure most of the time, we don't know where we're no, going. No, that's that's There's very no well way, put. No way that you would have told me I would have been watching 
Netflix all day in 2001. As opposed 2000, to like Fox or like yeah, CBS exactly. or like network like, cable. Netflix at one point, I was just saying this to somebody, Netflix at one point was referred to in the same like fervor as if something went straight to VHS. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it went straight to Netflix. <laughs> It's not, it's not worth my time. I went straight to Netflix. Straight up. Now, we be sitting there waiting for something to drop on yeah. Netflix. Like, Orange is the New Black, Black to Panther. drop. Black Panther. Like, yeah. Black Panther's on Netflix now. Like, you like, know what I'm saying? Great. Like, like, now it's on Netflix, and Netflix has their own rights to these things. Yeah. When it's like, yo, the, the things that we Coming don't- Coming out with original series, Things original that we movies. don't even, we can't even visualize, because the leaders of our generation are like, it doesn't exist, so I'm going to do it. Yeah. And I have a platform where I could put it out there. So there's no way you can shut me down and tell me I can't do something because as long as there's somebody that's willing to consume what I'm putting out, I can do whatever the hell I that's want. That's real. And you know what's funny? That's kind of the basis that I uh, operate under. Uh, like People, I think, in general, they care too much about the who, what, where, when, how. And I'm like, bro, like if you have the idea and you can conceptualize it, like let all that shit figure itself out. Mm-hmm. Like worry about conceptualizing your idea. Don't worry about like because once you get on the road, you'll you'll answer those questions. But you know what? You know what? The thing that we were just <clears throat> saying too was like some people are really really great at being self motivated, and that's mm-hmm. why I say like I'm a different type of competitor than my yeah. mom. Like I am my dad very much. Like I want to be my personal best. Yeah. I want to Beyonce to shit out my dad. Mm-hmm. That might be different for what somebody else is. What that looks like for me is, oh, I got to work on time. I made it to the gym. I spent two hours in the gym and did my whole entire workout. Oh, I was nice to everyone who I came across. I went to an event or I hosted an event that I felt like I either received something or gave something to. Like I want to feel as though I have... I conquered my day. That's like I got twenty four hours and I had my my objectives written out. Like check, 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 and I did it. All I needed to That's do was a show lit up. Way to live. You're so, in competition with yourself. Yeah, and so I sit there and, and I'm like, I Beyonce, I Beyonce the shit out my day. And what do you mean by that? What do you mean? So, is that something she says? Like, nah, it's, it's 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 a me thing. It's a mindset. <laughs> it's a mindset. So it is. It is because like if you ever watch like Destiny's Child, mm-hmm. there was always those little clips where they would try to show like oh when they slip up and shit. Like, oh, she's just fall. like, like yeah. <laughs> she don't fall. No, that's real. She don't fall. Like, somehow she'd be turning that joint into like a dance. Yeah, no, that's real. That's and be sitting there like, and it's not that, oh, she doesn't make mistakes or she wants y'all to make make it look like she's perfect, but she's saying, like, I'ma take my mistake and I'm a I'ma finesse the yeah, shit yeah, out yeah. there. Either way, regardless, real. you can't say you're gonna have a perfect day. That's yeah. not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. So I don't I don't ever plan my day to be perfect. But I plan it that, okay, any any issues or any problems that come at me like i'm gonna finesse the shit out there mm-hmm. like oh if i have to do something and it, it's an out of my control like if i have to go to work i might as well look bomb as fuck <laughs> so let me pick out my best suit yeah, let me yeah. make sure that oh all right my hair look popping like you know you feel good you yeah. you act good you know then it changes how you even relate to other people who you come across because mm-hmm. you're like you know what i like my suit I don't give a fuck if you like it, yeah. but like I like what I got on. Like, oh, you know what? I'm going to a job that I like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't necessarily complain. Oh, okay, the people are hanging on my yeah. nerves. Yeah. Like, I get to go to work and get that's paid. Real. That's real. That's and real. So that's, I feel like everything is a mindset. Yeah. Bro. Like whatever in this perspective. Like if you appreciate what you have, then you treat it differently. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like beyond saying your day is literally funny. having that curveball thrown at you, yeah. and then you still being like. It's funny because I <laughs> I saw something on Twitter maybe like not too long ago. It was like a montage of all her slip ups. Mm. <laughs> Did you see this? Yeah. I think it went viral. Mm. It was like a montage of all her slip ups, but they were like. 
trips and then go into like a hair yes. flip. Or like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it was like a trip that would go into like a dance because move or something. Because the thing is, either way, we have to keep going. Yeah, that's real. That's people, so real. People sometimes oh get so stuck in how bad they feel and they want you to feel bad with them. With them. And they it's want like, you, okay, when do we they move want past you to this, be a, at your at your pity party? I'm saying I'm saying like nah, don't invite me. <laughs> Straight up. Straight don't invite up. me because shit is gonna happen to me too. And I don't wanna invite, don't you, invite you. Yeah, you know to come saying? and it's feel so bad. It's so selfish for me. to think that you're the only person that bad things happen to. Like, you or know that saying? you like, own the worst problem at yeah. that. Oh yeah, that's very oh because my God, that's one so, of my so um put. So one of my colleagues, like right now I'm at an investment advisor association. And um so I do a lot of managing the political action committee that donates to um, people in Congress and um, one of my colleagues he's really well accomplished hilarious guy and he's worked for like NBC and um, he's our communications director always has a great attitude easily my favorite my favorite person and I just learned the other day that um, his wife has uh, cancer Damn. and he constantly sends emails like, oh, I'm going to, you know, the hospital if um, my bride or he'll be like, I'm taking my bride to the beach. Mm-hmm. And I'll sit there and I'll be like, you know what? He puts a positive spin on the fact that, like, he has to fight this battle with her. Yeah. And I can't imagine what his low points are like. But if that's his low point, like, yo, you're beyond saying the shit yeah. out your day because you're saying, like, this is what I have to deal with. And you're facing it head on. Yeah, but like you're doing the best that you can, yeah. and that's all that that's you, all can, you can, do. can ask for as a human like, being. Like that's all. That's all we're all doing. Yeah, the best that we can. But I, but I would have yeah. never known. And it, I real, literally, the only way I heard it was like, oh, I overheard it in conversation, mm-hmm. and I was sitting there like, oh, this man was going to the hospital a lot, mm-hmm. and he comes in and he smiles every single day. You have no idea what the person who's sitting behind you on the train is going through and they're getting up every morning and they going to work. But you're so stuck in your own head about what bothered you or what's bothering you or what other people think of you. That, that I can't stand. I really can't stand when people get stuck on what somebody else thinks about me. Mm -hmm. I've had people come to me and try and tell me like, you know what so-and-so thinks of you? I don't get it. I don't want to hear it. That's not my my business. I've been of the mindset lately that um, I, I, I take my mental capacity very seriously. So like, I don't want people putting shit in my head that I don't think will give me any good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like, dog, don't even tell me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Working with my mom and my sister, like, not, not so much my sister, but my mom will come in my office and like try to tell me things that have zero to do with me. And I, and I, I try to catch her as early as I can in the conversation. Like, yo, like, if that, this has nothing to do with me, don't tell yeah. me because I don't need like. And, she, and her favorite line is, "Just so you know." <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just like, think about whether this is I something that, that I need to know. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because I don't, if I don't need to know it, like if it won't. But you know what? People, you, I don't, people don't realize that they do it. Yeah. And I realized that um, they do it to themselves, so they assume everybody else is doing it. Mm-hmm. And nah, I'm not. I had to actually stop that. Like, I've actually had like somebody come to me and say, "Oh." You know, people think this, that, and a third of you, or, you know, and I've had to literally sit there and be like, what somebody else thinks of me is not my business. Not even business. your business, yeah. What you talked about when I when I left the room, let me tell you how much that was not my business. You didn't even come to me to tell me yeah. how you feel. Yeah. Somebody else who was in the room just decided, oh, it was important enough to bring it back to me. No, 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 don't do that. Yeah, don't, don't do, do me that. no favors. <laughs> Straight up. Let that conversation stay in that room yeah. because if they were saying something if damaging. If you should have knew, you would know. Exactly. And if, if they were saying something damaging or even if they were dragging my name through the mud, people who know me 
know me. So you're not telling nothing to nobody who actually knows me. Yeah. And the people who don't know me, if they believe you, okay. let them. Yeah. Let them. Because that that should look even better when I be flexing on the gram and getting my <laughs> shit done. And when y'all see me in public and you realize I'm not anything what somebody else said. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make me feel dumb. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel dumb. Yeah. When you get somebody wrong and, oh, you went and you said A, B, C, and D, it does make you feel dumb. Because you done went and you talked on this person and none of that is true. Yeah. I'm not accepting your truth on my life. That's real. I'm creating my truth That's on my life. Real. So even if I did something fucked up to you, I'm still growing. I'm still learning. And I'm still I'm still um, introspective enough to analyze myself at the end of the day and say, like, all right, well, what would Beyonce do? Or how can I make this better? And, like, you know, how can I really level up on these hoes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, she sat there and she called me a, a this, that, and third. Like, mm, that's what she thinks. Mm-hmm. What do I think of myself? Yeah, that's the most important thing. And not only that, but when I sit there and I think about myself, I think about where was I a year ago? Where was I five years ago? I did not have the car that I have. I did not have the job that I have. I did not have colleagues who own planes and multiple homes like those were things that I could not visualize so am I going to stay stuck in what this person thinks of me or am I going to continue to grow in the circles that I'm in and in the space that I'm in and in the opportunities that God is granting me yeah that's, Those are my options. That's super lit. I can stay in what you think and be sitting here having a petty conversation about what you think of me which doesn't pay any bills and don't mean shit or I can sit there and be like all of this is ahead of me. Mm-hmm. Should I be paying attention to what the fuck is behind me? Yeah, y'all can say whatever the fuck you want behind me, but like that don't that don't that don't sign none of my checks. Straight up. So it's just it's been a um it's been a very introspective year, bro. Like I, I I feel everything that you're saying, and that's been me over the last like three or four, dog. Like I've been really, uh, yeah. It's just a matter of like I know I know who I am. Or I'm I'm figuring myself out before I, but. I'm figuring myself out, and it has nothing to do with what other people tell me about myself, or you know what I'm saying. Like and it has nothing to do with other when people. You're African, oh, because, yeah, because oh. your parents, it, like your family, is it's a whole nother thing. Like <sighs> it's you know what I'm saying, bro. I was literally talking about this maybe yesterday um, about how like being African, it's like your like it's not like your parents suggest you to do this. It's like awesome. this is who you are. Like this yes, is what you're gonna do. Exactly. You're gonna be like my parents literally told me you're gonna be a doctor. <laughs> you girl, yeah. you're gonna be a doctor or a lawyer. Like yeah. so literally through it was so funny. I was literally telling a, a, a college friend of mine yesterday that literally it wasn't until I was like tw- I, I was probably like 22, 23, my senior year of uh, being at Hampton and uh, I remember I was working at Forever 21 at this time and my manager at the time yeah <laughs> that was a lit period of my and life you your roommate <laughs> yeah all, like, be, both of my roommates it was, it was funny as hell but um, uh, one of our managers at the time um, she was this chick that I was like pretty cool with you know what I'm saying and um, we were having a conversation and she was asking me like what are you gonna do like when you graduate graduation was like three weeks away or something like that she was like what are you gonna do when you graduate literally I answered my mom wants me to go to grad school. Listen. <laughs> to a grown, I said that to a grown woman. She literally looked at me like, let me know when you're not, when yeah. your mom's not making your decisions exactly. for you. And then walks away. I was like, I wasn't like trying to talk to her or nothing, but I was just like, I felt so sunned in that yes. moment. I, was wow. like, I literally answered her question like, my but mom wants is, me to go to grad the school. The thing is though, is that there are grown ass people yeah. who are waiting for their parents 
to move on to God's kingdom before, before they, they start doing living their life straight before up. they become they, themselves straight up straight up and I'm I'm honestly just like at a point where um one I'm forever eternally grateful for the day that my parents decided to buy the house mm-hmm. over here mm-hmm. and the fact that you guys were our neighbors oh yeah that that was such a so serendipitous yeah it really was it really was and I think that it was very important for us to have a um a sense of community and to um, identify African, with other African people. neighbors within yeah. like, a, a Because the thing is, is that, oh, yeah, we're black, <clears throat> but, like, we're also African. Yeah. Like, and I feel like those are two completely, like, They're separate different. things. They're different. Where it's very much like, you know, my experience is not identical to the other black girls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, um, the pressures that I have are not the same as everybody else. And, oh, I don't know why I'm mentally struggling with some of these pressures that my parents are giving me and other people in my class can get a C. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> like, right, right. Bruh, like, <laughs> niggas is happy. They go, oh, I got a C. Yes. I'm like, dog, I can't take this B home. Right. <laughs> like, I'm just going to whoop my ass. You know, like, Listen. And would whoop my, and the thing was that I also am really grateful for the friends that I had. Um, Bobby, Maddie, Antoinette, and um, shout out to all them. T- Dunny, like I had crushes Tina. On all of them at one point. Like, the thing was that I always, I always noticed that, like, I keep a really good clique of good women around that's, me that will, like, important. literally be like, that's I important. may not, I may not completely. Wait, that's know crazy. What you're going your through. friends have really been your friends forever. Though. Forever, that's crazy because, like, that you don't see that. in, yeah. uh, in people. Like, and the thing is, like, we, we've all we've all gone through, like, you know, our like phases where, like, and oh, we didn't back. talk as much. Yeah. But um, what I've been grateful for is that um, Jacob has always been friends with my friends. Mm-hmm. And he's always been a guiding light to be like, you know what? All right, give people time. Mm-hmm. You're a lot. <laughs> you don't get things right all the time. So, you know, give people time to also be able to absorb what you've what you've put out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're good to somebody, they're going to always come back to you. If you don't give people a negative thing to say about you, then anything that's put out there that's negative about you is a farce <laughs> like it's, it's a lie yeah. so like to know that all right these women never did nothing to me other than support me have my back we might have some disagreements we might have had some times where it's like girl i wanted to go to the club and you didn't want to go to the club or you know those kind of things happen but the thing is like those are things that you can always come back from yeah those are not like those are those are just like living yeah. things like when you deal with someone that, on a daily basis of course you're gonna have Exactly. And then not only that, but like when you see somebody who you know has gone through a lot really start to like rise up and like do well, your heart celebrates. Like I clap every single time. Like, oh, you know, Tina does the Accra Food Festival. Mm -hmm. I clap every single time. Oh, Dunny sells a painting Mm -hmm. because it's like, yo, you're still out here. You're still grinding. You're still hustling. And like you deserve all of your wins. Mm -hmm. You deserve every single one of them. You are genuinely a good person. You never did nothing to me that made me feel like I can't fuck with you no more. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And when I have my shit going on, they be the first ones like, oh, well, you you doing this, you doing like, it's good to have that support system behind you of people who are like, I see where where you're going, what you're going through. I understand. I sympathize with it. Or even saying like, I don't get it, but like, I'm here for you if you need something. So that definitely has been like a great blessing. And then having y'all right up the street, I always went to Chioma. I mm-hmm. always went to Gochi and always like, was like, hey, all right, you know, my mom hates me, so uh, <laughs> like, I, or I and feel like my yeah, and them, they'll be like, no, nah, no, nah, like you know, understanding that okay, 
African parents can sometimes make you feel like this. Or, you know, they might have said this, but this is what they truly meant. Mm. And, I mean, it almost was like a a mini therapy. Yeah, that's real. Where it's like, hey, I don't, I don't necessarily know if I should believe the hurtful shit that my mother said but she said some hurtful shit yeah, and, right? and also like uh, whatever it, it's funny um, the thing about African parents that I think is like they don't like not that they don't have it but they have a very interesting way of showing or not showing empathy towards like certain things like you know what I'm saying it's it's a lot of like get over it type mm-hmm. things or like okay still but how are your grades type things you know what I'm saying right. they're, they're very off putish about things you that saw, literally you saw how when I, when I came when I pulled up I literally went up to my mom, gave her a hug, and she tried to hold in her smile mm-hmm. like she was going to like, like, girl, I know What are you know doing you here? Like, you like, know what I'm saying? Like, she's like, Teresa, if you're ever stuck in an airport, don't call me. Well, who am I supposed to call? She tried, yeah, she be trying. Like, but you know what's so funny about your mom, though? Like, now, I used to think she, like, didn't like me. Now I just understand, like, this is her humor. Like, this is, like, this is her trying to be funny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it's crazy, dog. Like, 16-year-old me, like, so, like, a kid, but not even a kid. Like, I would be rude. like, dog, like... You're Do you not mean, want me to come man. over here? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, what's the, what's the, what, what gives? Like, you know what I'm saying? But now You're, I just get like that's just how like she is, and she's a very very sweet woman. Like yeah. because like when it for comes no down, reason when you need something when, for no reason would she have to like feed me or like let me stay in her house like at all hours like you know what I'm saying like yeah. things like that and like even invite me places even like as a kid like give me jobs and like put money in my pocket she didn't mm-hmm. have to do none of that yeah. and she would take me places like all types and of you things. know what's like, wild. Because we grew up like that, we naturally, when we went out into the world, we naturally thought people were like this. And I don't know if I ever yeah. thought that, dog. I didn't like. Oh, honestly, I did. Honestly, I with thought, your family, I thought, I thought that people. I thought people were good. I it's thought, so like, funny oh, with you your family. I, I was like, I was like, I kind of like was open. I was like, damn, like y'all, like. Y'all like even because I'm even seeing like Gus and Ivo yeah, who don't live in your house, but they come there and they're calling your parents mom and dad, mm-hmm. and like y'all are like if literally. If I have food, you have food. Bruh, if so I got I, money in my pocket, bruh. you got money in your pocket. And then I like, used to think it's so crazy. I used to think like Serge was the most sharing nigga when we were kids. Like, but he was also not. Like, it was, it's so weird. Like, he would have like some candy Serge and no stingiest one. Bruh, he's the stingiest <laughs> sharing ass nigga. Dog, it's crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy because like when we were kids, he he might have something and be like, yeah. You you can have some or whatever but like when you'd be like yo let me borrow this he'd be like nah 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 oh no like when you when, when you want to borrow something he'll let yeah. you borrow it but when you want to like have a piece of his candy you'll be like nah 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 you know what i'm saying i'm just Thirst, like Thirst could sit there with a hundred dollars in his pocket and you could sit there and run out of gas and this man will sit there and be like damn what you gonna do nah that's, 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 that's I, the thing like Serge was the type of nigga that be was like, like you're not about to and he'd be like all right. Like, what yeah, you yeah, I remember when we were kids, like, Serge would like come up out of bread when he had, which was rare. And it wasn't like a all the time thing, but like he would be the one that's like, uh, I'll drop $10 because you don't have five and, and yeah. it costs five of us. You know but what I'm saying? Like, is, like, the thing is, is that also is like, yo, you never want to see your homie down. So yeah, like yeah. for Serge, it always definitely was like, I'm going to wait until you down. I'm going to be like, all right. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, real. <laughs> like, that's real. That's real. Or like if he got to come up, that's your come up too. Yeah, like, I felt that way. Like that my way. my my little brother will definitely be off some like uh yeah you know what I just gotta come up. They gave me free tickets. Come on, like, that's right. I was there like what? How'd you? Get? And he was the old. He was always the nigga that could like finagle some free shit or yeah. like finagle some like finesse without shit. trying, like, bruh. Like, he doesn't. He doesn't. And the thing is, because he's very very um 
he's very much of an introvert. Mm-hmm. He doesn't go out asking people for nothing. Mm-hmm. He could not have and just be sitting there like quietly. And people will just come to him and be like, oh, sir, do you want this? And I'll sit there and be like. That, that's, why I'm, that's why I'm confused because no. I'm the same way. I'll sit there with nothing and no one's coming up to me like, yeah. hey, you like. But I would literally, I would literally be with Serge. Like, Serge waiting for, like, okay. like, let's <laughs> waiting outside of practice with no ride. And like somebody would be like, Serge, you need a ride? And be like, yeah, but he lives next to me. Can he come to me? And they're like, yeah. No, I, I could be out there by myself. Nobody would be like, hey, Mac, do you need a ride? You know, yeah. like that. And the thing was that it was people young. It was people who drove past my house and still ain't look out. But Serge, Serge always was taking oh, care. Oh, bro, Serge didn't, like, Serge had God a ride blessed. any and everywhere. Like, God anywhere blessed. he needed to go with no license, he was, he was, he made it there. Serge and Theo definitely um, taught mm. me the most about trusting God and having faith in God. Yeah. Because I definitely feel like um, it was sometimes where I questioned their blessings and I shouldn't have. But <laughs> straight, like, up. straight up, straight like, up, we be sitting there like, how, how did you? How? Yeah. And the thing is, like, honestly and truly, God loves they, me. Yeah. It's like you, like I don't, I don't there's know. No, there's it's no, there's like, no like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, like God loves me. Yeah. Like I needed something, and I might have you know said a funny? little prayer in my head, and next thing I know. You know what's Boom, funny? That that same principle is why I be so passionate with people about like, yo, like just start doing the thing that you want to do. Trust that it's you, gonna work it's out. Going, it's like I'm telling you, it's going to. Like it has to. Otherwise, like you, you're not, you're not, you're not going. I mean, if you're if you're doing it and you're just being steadfast. Like these things that we worry about aren't real things. Like yeah. when they when they pop up, yo, then you worry about it. Don't yo. worry about it before it's ever even showed the light that you, just because you saw something happen to someone else Excuses. does not mean that's gonna be your like issue. You know Excuses what I'm saying? Excuses really will like eat away at your brain. That's real. You can sit there and you can come up with a million scenarios. And you can make them all valid as you want them to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you every really excuse can. is valid in my book. You really can't. It, just, it, it doesn't was, matter at the end of the day. Over the last two years I realized that um excuses I wouldn't accept from other people. I, I shouldn't accept for myself. Yeah. So um, I had like a period where I just randomly gained like 20 pounds. Whew. Birth control. But. <laughs> I hear that puts on weight. <laughs> it does. It yeah. does. And I'd, I'd never seen myself like that. Yeah. Being an athlete my entire life, I, I didn't recognize myself. Yeah. Couldn't fit my own clothes. And it, it scared me. And then that's when I had like gone to a doctor and they'd said like, you know, there's a lot of issues that you have to worry about because of your family history. So I could have sat there and been like, well, damn, like, you know, I'm big. That's it. And in all honesty, I was like, no, that's dumb. I know exactly how to work out. And I know exactly why I don't. Right. <laughs> like, that's real. That's real. Like, and then I was like, everybody will be like, oh, I, well, I, I don't have time. I don't yeah, have, I, that's an we excuse. We all need time for the shit that we want to yeah, do. And I was like, I was like, if it's about if it's about time, then honestly and truly, it only takes me less than nine minutes to run a mile. Mm-hmm. And you start losing weight after the first mile. Mm-hmm. So if I can put 18 to 20 minutes of my day into running two miles, then boom, I've already burned enough subtract calories. That to from the, subtract that from the three hours niggas spend watching TV. Exactly. You know what I'm exactly. Like, exactly. Take 30 is, of those minutes to do something Why can't productive. I do both? Why can't I watch TV you and can. do this? And the thing is like, oh, why can't I, instead of going on my lunch breaks and sitting there by, uh, Trying to count the hours yeah. for me to go back in and yeah, clock yeah. in. Why can't I just sit on the on a treadmill mm-hmm. and do what I normally would have done? Yeah. But also add in the fact that hey, this is something I want for myself. I want it for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing this for other people, but it's the fact that I don't want to have to worry about my health entering into my 30s. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to look at myself and say like that's not the best version of me. I could yeah. I could definitely super say in this. I could definitely Beyonce this. I know that oh by 30 I could have like. 
a way better body than what I had when I was 21. Yeah. I have the time. I have the resources. I have a gym inside of my office. Mm. And if the reason why I'm not going is because, oh, I don't feel like it. You know what I started doing? I started yeah. tricking myself into going to the gym. I How packed so? a bag every single day. Uh, uh, like a gym bag? Yeah. Okay. Whether I plan on going that day or not, the joint is packed. <laughs> no, the, so the, I can't the, the, say. That's the habit. Yeah, yeah that's, I can't that's say, a very good I thing. I can't say, oh, I don't have it. No, it's Straight packed. up, straight up. Every single day. Okay, I like and this. I like it so far. I, Sunday, <laughs> I, lay out, I lay out seven gym outfits. Yeah. Boom, coordinate them joints with some shoes. All of the top, yeah. all of the top, all the man. fun stuff women yeah. like to do. Like, exactly. yeah, I feel like half of it is like, I want to buy workout clothes. Yeah, it is. Once it you is. buy all the workout clothes, it's like, uh, okay, now what? Right, <laughs> you know what exactly. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, all right, boom, I'm in all the Ivy Park. I got Nike this. <laughs> <Ivy Park. laughs> like, I'm ready to Straight play. up, right? I'm ready to play. <laughs> and look good doing it. Exactly. <laughs> So I have all seven outfits picked out on Sunday, and then I'm packing the bag at night, and I'm going to work, and I'm carrying this joint. This joint is heavy, so I'm already burning some weight just carrying Straight it. Straight up. Straight <laughs> up. And we have a gym inside of our basement, so as soon as I get to where I go down in the basement, I put it down there. That means in order for me, because you can't leave things overnight, in order for me to go home, I have to go down to the gym to pick up my bag. Mm-hmm. Once you're already there, what you is your excuse well. yeah, you might for well. not getting that's on the treadmill? So, that's so interesting. That's because so that's how I know that I think. I know that I, I come up with excuses. I'm like, oh, I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have something else to do. You already had to come down here. Mm-hmm. Now what's your excuse? Like you're in here. <laughs> yeah, now, you, now, you're you, now, you're, now you're walking the, away from Exactly. Like, from you know what, what you say that you want for yourself. And yeah. that that's a hard thing to do. Yeah. You can't walk away from your own dream when yeah, it's yeah. right in front of you. Yeah. You can't. When you've decided, no, this is what I want for myself, then like nothing else matters. And then once I started going, I started... I had even started running in the neighborhood at one point because, like, I was in between jobs. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I, I need a run-in. So I was going for a run. I remember one day I had uh, seen Serge, and he was really down about, like, just his workouts and just some of the people he was training with. And I was like, oh, come for a run with me. He was like, oh, I'm fucking run with you. <laughs> I remember just sitting there and being like, all right, well, I'm going to run for my damn self. Right. I get back to the house. This nigga was lacing up his shoes in the garage. <laughs> and I realized, like, yo, no, nah, you had a dream too. And in that moment when I offered you the opportunity to be like, let me go outside and train and let me go get it, you said no. Mm-hmm. And when you realized you said he no said, to your When dream, he sat on that. Yeah. Bro, I do he, that all the he time. He laced up his shoes. And before I got back to the house, you were already in the garage. And I'm sitting there like, oh, okay. You want to go for a run now? Nah, but you know what? It's it's funny that you say it in that way because I, I feel I feel what you're saying in the sense of like when when the opportunity is in your face and then you're like, no, I don't want to do it. Then it's people, like then you people then want you the really don't want the work. But it's like, bro, like you, this is you, what you said you wanted. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then you're denying it. The work. And, and then when you sit on like I, well, that happens to me sometimes when like somebody's like, hey, let's do this, and I'll be like, nah, I'm chilling. And then I'll like I'll think about it, and I'm like. Was like, I afraid? Dog, like, was I, I afraid of the work? Yeah, yeah, like it's like, dog, I literally just like denied what and, I and, said I wanted for myself. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's, a, that's a that's a word. That's the worst. As African children, we got work to the bone, doing things yeah. that we didn't want to do yeah. for yeah. other you're people. Not, you're not. You're not. So you're not. To you're not afraid to, of work. Yeah. You're like hard work is nothing to me. It's, I've it's, worked it's, hard. It's part of like it's literally part of your daily yeah. thing. So why would I be afraid of the hard work that actually is the work that I want to do for me? So that didn't make no sense to me. And I sat there. I was like, I trained so many athletes who ended up being um, world champions mm-hmm. in cheerleading. I And I trained so many athletes who ended up going to college. And I had my own college, like, NCAA contracts. So it kind of was like, you know what, It's it makes no sense for me 
to now be struggling with my health or like I, I have the tools. I know that. exactly, yeah, you know exactly what, what I needed what to, to do. do. Exactly, and exactly. like as soon as I did that, people who never even looked twice at me or never even said nothing to me, oh my God, you look great. <laughs> Thanks. You didn't tell me why I looked like a sausage. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm just back on my drive. Like, <laughs> like you know I, I might have fell off for exactly six weeks. <laughs> But you didn't tell me then that I looked like a wiener. That's real. You were willing but to you watch know what's me funny? fall to my demise. But you know what's funny, dog? You can't do... Tell me if I'm wrong, dog. You can't do that with women, dog. You can't tell them... You can't comment on how they look in a negative way, um, even if you're trying to help. I feel like you can't uh, You can't comment on anybody as far as, like, in a negative way when it comes to things that they I, I'm not even mean. I, I don't even about. mean in a negative way. I mean, like... What can be perceived by the person as negative, but you're even if you're trying to help, like, like yeah. what, what if I really did go to you and be like, Teresa, you're getting a little like, yeah, you know, nah, like what if honestly, I really did that? Honestly, like, honestly, and truly, I would have preferred for it to have been in a in a manner in which, like, oh, like when I saw like, oh, Serge was down about like, oh, his workouts, where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, come on, come Let's work out, with me. out, okay, but not like a hey, when are you gonna get back to yeah, work out? Yeah, because <laughs> also some people don't want to lose weight, and I'm I'm good, yeah. with, I'm good with that. That's like, what I'm saying. Wanna, like, I feel like it's not. You, it's not like but acceptable like you, to just go and you, comment on you, someone's shit. If you shit. felt comfortable enough to comment on how great I look now, and then like I kind of feel like, where were you when I was in my own head? And I needed somebody to mm-hmm. kind of be like, hey, you know what? All right, if this is what you want, come on. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't, you didn't say nothing. You weren't concerned, and like you kind of didn't really have my back as far as that comes. But now you sitting here ready to clap for my parade, and that's great. You know. You need people to clap for mm-hmm. your parade. But at the same time, it's also kind of like, I had to do it by myself. I feel like I've, I feel like that's a touchy thing, though. Like going and saying to somebody, like, you look this way. Like, oh, you, should you know be, how you many know times I mean? Africans like, are okay? I'm not talking about other Africans. Like, I'm talking about like, even if with my friends, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like with, with, with friends and people you know, like, like it's you can't do it that. <laughs> you know, Actually, you I, had, I had a friend who, um, she's no longer my friend. So literally had a friend. <laughs> yeah, I had a friend who um, she was gaining a lot of weight mm-hmm. and smokes regularly mm-hmm. and drinks and like her weight was getting a, like it's it's hard to see somebody go from being like a smooth 130 to like 200. Mm, that's crazy. And people the, do that. that people do that from up. like freshman year college to like twenty seven years old, mm-hmm. and they'll sit there and they'll blame it on like all kinds oh, of things. Oh, I didn't have time, or I don't like going to yeah, the gym, yeah, yeah. or I don't like running. Blame and it's game. like there's a million things you could have done, and if you didn't want to, you didn't want to. But what you're not going to do to me is you're not going to sit there and make it seem like oh you wanted to, and oh somebody stopped you yeah, or something happened, and now you want that goes me, back to what we were saying in the beginning. Now you want me like, to be at your pity party. Now you want me to feel sorry yeah. for you, like dang, I'm sorry to happen to you because things do happen, and I understand that too because right when my weight gain happened, it was right when my grandmother had passed, mm-hmm. and when Yaya had passed, it really took life out of all of us mm-hmm. and all of us handled it way differently yeah so it very much was like no but i can't stay in this but i can't stay like this forever yeah and i do want more for myself and this person wants more for me that was what i was going through that led me into that hole and no one who's now commenting said anything to me at that time yeah. So that's what I mean more by like not necessarily telling your friends like oh you gained a little weight but like you know asking them like if they're checking in on your friend yeah checking in on a strong friend that's yeah. what everybody want to say oh you don't check on the yeah. strong friend that's all the people real. who say that I be sitting there thinking like you good because you you sound like you're trying to send a message yeah like you want <laughs> like, to be checked in on <laughs> yeah and you know what cool I'll be the one yeah I mean, even if we're not that close like are you okay yeah 
Like, are you good? If if not, then like, all right, cool, let's fix it. If you are good, if you're happy at your 200 plus pounds, like live that. Mm-hmm. Be be as happy as you possibly can be. But if there's really something wrong, like, yeah, commenting when the person already is out of that circle, it's too late because there's a lot of people who lose the battle to their own mental, like, diseases, mm-hmm. like their own, like, excuses, their own, I'm going to let myself sit here in my own rut. Like, there's a lot of people who lose that battle. Yeah. There's a lot of people who never, ever reach their full potential because they like don't. More, there's more people can. than not. There's more people that it goes that way than it doesn't. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, and then they act like, oh, if you have something, there was something special about you. No, there's something special about you, too. Yeah, bro. Yeah. You can't idolize, like, other human beings. I mean, we do that as a society in general. As a human race, we do that. That's why we have celebrities and, like, people up there. But I think that's kind of just damaging, like, idolizing and putting people, like, making it seem like they're not human just like yeah. you are. You know, Or, like, they were given something. Given something that you weren't given. When the thing is, is, like, everybody has their light. Yeah. Your light is something that everybody needs. Mm -hmm. And the randomest person that may not even know you for longer than two fucking seconds may need that light. The randomest person who may not have known you more than like three months may recognize that light at a time that you don't even believe it it exists anymore. Mm -hmm. Because one of the things that actually really, really touched my heart was like... um, there was a time where like, oh, if I would doubt myself or if I would feel bad for myself, I felt like, all right, well, I would pour into other people. I don't want to spread like negativity when I'm being negative. I don't want to be around other people when I'm having a bad day. Mm-hmm. So I would like, you know, I am like the biggest Instagram hype man. Like mm-hmm. I'll go under people's pictures and be like, oh, this is fire. Like mm-hmm. if it's lit, it's lit. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to just go and like find some more dope shit and dope mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And there was like a, a girl who... um this one actually still is my friend. Nice. Um, <laughs> she went through a really hard time, and I remember just being like, "Oh, this is something you're really good at. This is you're like this is really dope. Like you should do this." And she told me she was like, "You know what? Your light is that you're always really positive. Like you've always had a cheerleader personality. Where it's like, yo, we're gonna figure this out. We're gonna like get through this." And people truly believe that and follow that. Like she was like, "That's your light." And she was like, and "The fact that like you just came and just was like, yo, you're good at this. You can do this." She was like, "And I haven't talked to you in years." Like that to her was like a big thing. And when she had told me that, I sat there and I was like, that is something I, I take pride in. It's I so think, lit when people tell you things about yourself that you didn't really know you, yeah, were, you were putting, putting out, out there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's or like positive purpose. things. Because like, I, I was sitting there, I was like, I was feeling down, you were feeling down, and we both just lifted each other yeah, up at the up. same time. Yeah. This shit's orgasmic. It's, it's like. Yeah, it's, <laughs> no, it's really crazy. I, I remember there was a time when. Um, I was talking to somebody. I mean, somebody was just telling me like about like things that they noticed about me that I didn't even I wasn't saying like, oh, this is what my intentions are when Mm -hmm. I do these things. They were just literally saying back to me what in my head my life intentions be when I do these things. And it's just like, damn, that's crazy that you recognize that. Without me having, it's like I've been wanting people to recognize yeah. that, and I felt like no one was. And you, yeah, but you, <laughs> you literally you did. You don't like, know, but that your light illuminates yeah, bright real. when you're really inside of like your element, and like yeah. that's your gift from God. Mm-hmm. And if you if you stand in that light, if you walk in that purpose, like then more people are able to see that, and they gravitate to yeah. that because everybody has like something special about them where you're like, yo. Yeah, okay, you might not end up being Oprah. You might not end up being yeah. Barack Obama, but you're you, gonna affect you'll be people, you'll be you. Someone. Yeah, and, I and feel you're like the you need only to, you. Yeah. 
And, and we need there's to take somebody's pride. Gonna, gonna be like, I really, really fuck with That's you. That's the thing. I think we need to take pride in the fact that we can have an effect on one person, two people, ten. Like, we don't need to touch a million people for us to be valuable yeah. to the world, dog. Like, touch your fucking family first. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Then your friends. Then whatever community like out stretched out that you can. But like, it's funny. In grad school, we had to come out. I went to grad school for one semester. But like, one of the biggest things that I learned though was that we were. I was going for. Uh, business administration and we were forced to our assignment I said we were forced to an assignment we had was to come up you with hated a motto this school, right? <laughs> you. we were forced to oh my goodness no, you one really assignment, didn't belong there one assignment we had was to come up with a motto and my motto that I came up with is like influence my circle like just like influence my circle in any way I can like, like and from there like whatever, like I can shine on like you, Teresa, and then you go and shine that on whatever, and then you tell your friends like, like oh, like I learned this one thing from Mech, like you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's valuable because that's kind of how you just like yeah you know, spread your light. Like you're and saying. the thing is, yeah, and the thing is, it's like you never know where these things lead to, yeah. and when you are kind of. When you kind of guard yourself and keep yourself to yourself, like you're you're not doing anyone any favors. Yeah, you're not doing the world a favor. You're not doing yourself a favor. Yeah. and it's it's literally our our nature to want to find like our purpose in life. For sure, to understand like why we were here. Why are why am I put on earth? For sure, and even. Some people feel like, oh, okay, well, having children is my reasoning for being put on. All right, then what happens when you don't have kids? Mm-hmm. And then what? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just kind of like, you know, finding your purpose is finding your light and finding what you can offer to this world. And it's going to be in a different way from each and every single person. And that's great. That's beautiful. You need to fall in love with that. And then when you fall in love with that, everybody else is going to feel that love radiating from you where you're like, I fuck with me heavy and I like this part of me and I'm going to like really really feed that and just throw that out there and the part of me that like I really fell in love with over the last few years was the fact that I can stop pause where I am in life and say like okay well I did this how do I want to handle that better or you know okay this is coming up and how what would I look at and be like, yo, this would be the Beyonce of that day. Like, oh, if I could show up and have some fly shit on, if I can, you know, meet two people and have a great conversation, or, you know, if I can, you know, pitch certain things to a number of people. Because being a creative and working in public relations and in government relations, pitching is everything. You know, pitching an idea to somebody that can possibly change a campaign or change the world or make them feel great about themselves mm-hmm. enough for them to be like, I, I have a lot of confidence in this and I do want you to go ahead and lead this. And like being able to meet those objectives are what make me feel purposeful. Nice. And so it was very good to get that feedback from her. And especially seeing as, you know, we had lived together at one point and this is now years after we had like really been in like a lot of contact. And she was like, you're still that person. Nice. And like you, you still offer that positivity and that light where like when I'm talking to you about my goals and my vision, like you 100% pour into that and you're like, I can see that. Okay. We could do it like this. Or you're like, you, oh, I know this person. Like I can introduce you to that person. <laughs> That's it how makes, I be. Yeah. <laughs> and, shit, I'm like, uh, let's make this way yeah. now. <laughs> you know what like, like, what are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, straight up. Straight up. You know what? I feel like this is a good, um, yeah. So I feel like this is a good time to get into how, Okay, something that a lot of people may not know is that you were really like a catalyst 
when this whole nation thing started. You were really there from day one. And I didn't I, see bruh, any of this. You know but I was funny? sitting there and I was like, oh, bruh, this is a good idea. You know what's fucking funny, dog? <laughs> I, I, I kind of want to, because I don't think I've ever got this perspective from you, but I want to know, like, what was it like? You were one of the first when I decided I wanted to like make a website. You were literally the first person I hit up. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know why. Like I, I don't know why, but you were you were the person I think, that I was like. I think like, honestly, I wanna, I wanna it was like to her. you were just kind of like talking about mm-hmm. it, and one day we just kind of like started spilling ideas back yeah. and forth that I told you about. Like, because my background, um, for people who don't know, my my um, first degree is in public relations. Mm-hmm. And it was in communications from Morgan State University, the Morgan State University having their homecoming this weekend. This weekend, yeah, nice. So I'm gonna be on that track. Like, wait, what is? Oh, it's September. Yeah, so school October. Year, wait, oh, it's October. Okay, yeah. So the school October year just started, 6th. huh? Yes. Okay. So we will be in Baltimore getting shorted. <laughs> but in the set, nice. Yeah, I um, I really, really came into myself in Morgan, mm-hmm. and like. I really, really felt like the connections I made there were so valuable. It really taught me the importance of lifting your community, mm-hmm. and which not necessarily means like um, only black people are the ones who like I work yeah, yeah. with, but like necessarily like just people who I went to school with, people who I identify with, people who are you know Cameroonian, people who are West African, people who are African period, people who I know are building and they contribute to the community that I'm a part of. Yeah. In order for me to help my community, I always feel like I need to give this person a chance and put them on even when I'm not on. Yeah. When I'm eating, you're eating. So it very much was like, oh, you want to you want to do this? I know somebody who mm-hmm. who has a camera yeah. who's really good. But with I want to I want to though like specifically ask like what do you remember about like what I said to you? What um like what we did in those first few months? Like what do you remember about? I that? just remember one. I really really trust your vision as far as like um, popular culture. Um, having coached younger kids, I always thought like damn, the youth really are the future. Mm-hmm. They see things before we see things. They can imagine things that like we can't imagine. And you have to sometimes understand when to pass the baton. Mm-hmm. You have to understand, like, um, I might not understand the music today and the mumble rappers and call them all kind of names, but, like, these people do. And they're going to run And they us. resonate with it. Like, that's what I see about, like, this generation of music. It's like, dog, who are we to say that it doesn't work when it literally works with the people that it's supposed to yeah. work for. It might not work for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you, you're you're only this small you're, population. Yeah. So now this other small population is saying, "All right, well, it works for us." Yeah, and yeah. We stand behind it. So that also it tells you a lot about supporting your community because there's a lot of um, those rappers who people didn't believe in. But if you got your neighborhood to stand behind you, if your neighborhood was big enough and loud enough to put you on for your state. Like, come on now. Migos was big in in North Atlanta. Yeah. They was the kings of the North. Mm -hmm. That was their thing. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, they just was working. They were putting out projects all the time. If you look at that whole entire blueprint, all they did was continue working. Mm -hmm. The consistency of putting shit out constantly that your demographic was into. If I'm doing something for my my friends and it's just me and the five five of us dancing to it, like, all right, it's the five of us. But the five of us are going to sit here and tell the next person. And And that's literally what it was. If I keep giving them more stuff, then they got more stuff to go in and to tell other people. If you keep your feet moving, if you keep them pumps to pavement, you're going to eventually get somewhere. So it kind of was like, yo, if you listen to these kids and like where they're going, you'll understand that they're coming into power. And if the reason why you're not fucking with 
whatever they have going on is because you don't want to pass the baton, you're going to get run over. That's right. <laughs> So real. Because when they come into so power, real. they're going to They're not going to slow down. Right through. <laughs> you know? yeah. They're not going to be like, yeah. are, are you ready to pass right, them a exactly. time? Like, <laughs> they're going to already have it. And they're going to be like, get your old ass out of here. Just just saying. No, that's, just that's saying. so real. That's so, so it very real. much was like, I want to, I, I love popular culture. I mm-hmm. love hip hop. I love music. I love politics. So like all of that kind of ties in. And being a connector and wanting to connect people, it very much was... Other people I know that I went to school with, other people I know that are from D.C., other people I know everywhere. If I can say like, oh, this person can do this, they're the best at this, even if there's a million other people, like here's a whole listing of people who work in hip hop, people who work in media, who work in communications. Having just graduated from Morgan, what really stuck out to me was I'm I'm in communications. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that your dream is, oh, I want to possibly start a website. I'm not really sure what I want to do with it. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, all right, bet. Yeah, yeah. Brianna works at the radio this station. Was before, like, this was before, like, <laughs> shout it was out super to Brianna. Duper. I mean, it was not so, I'm not like a great web developer or nothing like that, but it was like before, like, anyone would start a website. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. was just like, I get, it took me like some weeks, uh, but maybe just, some months. But. Even, but even when you have that one person, we were just yeah, talking about I it. You had that one person who were like, nah, just do it. Go. Yeah, no, straight up. Because that, that's, that's kind of what it was. You know? I remember, like, I, like what I remember about the situation was... I remember like having the. I remember I was making music with my homies for, and just like you said with I, amigos, and like, I, I was we watching were making, that. We were making music just for like us. for our friends, like to our to like for us to listen to. And then I'm just like, okay, how can I take another step? So I'm like, okay, if I make a website, something like World Star, where like everyone puts their music here, so like people will by default just even if they don't listen, they'll see, even if they didn't they'll come for it. me, they'll just see. Oh, he has. They something get to on consume here. something that you're producing, exactly. and putting out there. Exactly. So like when I thought of that, I was like, okay, like. Teresa, um, let me let me hit up Teresa and see what she thinks. Literally, I hit you up, and then you yeah, you kind of made me feel like okay, I this is something that's like, super lit. Um, Ch is working over yeah, here, yeah. and um, Brianna is at ninety two Q. There was um, oh Burka is over at um, Viacom. Like there was literally people who they're not a far reach for me. Yeah, These yeah, are people yeah. who have had my back. Like Brianna still at ninety two Q and doing amazing other things, and. Um, Chris still yeah, writing. Chris still writing and, yeah. yeah. So it was kind of like, yo, these are people who, for whatever fucking reason, they've been fucking with me. Yeah. And that's another reason why I'm off that. Like, I don't care what people say behind my back because there are people who stand in front of me and tell me like, yo, if you need this, I got it. If I needed something, Brianna and I have been friends since freshman year of high school. So it very much was like, oh, okay, you know, if there's anything I can do, if yeah. it's within her her power, yeah. she will. And same thing with like Chris, clearly. Like yeah. Chris and I don't talk, but like that's still somebody who like, oh, if I were to hit him up and be yeah. like, oh, this is what I'm working on. Yeah. He would very much be like, got you. And it's funny because like now he's, he's a very... Um, you know what I'm saying? Helpful and instrumental dude and in all the things that I'm doing with this. You know what I'm saying? As far as like pitching me ideas and like he he hooked me up. So but you, that's, he's always so been a creative. No, yeah, yeah, was, yeah. That was actually the the basis of our friendship. And then it's I don't so even want to make this I want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, no, that's straight up. Like, yeah, like there's no. Uh, yeah. But like Chris that was always the, the basis guy. of our friendship. But like just for like some background, like I met Chris when I was in the sixth grade. Yeah. And I remember when he came up to me and he was like. Don't you look just like Serena Williams? <laughs> hey, don't you look like Serena Williams? 
And I just remember just sitting there being like, Nigga. who the hell is that? And why the <laughs> fuck are you? <laughs> Making everybody look at me. <laughs> like, and, look? So I go home. And I remember I went to um, Theo. And Theo was in high school at the time. And I was like, yeah, it's this boy's school. I need you to beat up. <laughs> and Theo went to Chris and talked to Chris. And he was like, oh, yeah, he's cool. <laughs> Out of a TV show. Like, hey man, you saw about my sister. And they come back like, nah, he's good people. You had lunch with him, like, yeah. <laughs> like wait a second. It was, it was like Chris and Nick, Nick Rocher. Nick Rocher, yeah. And like the worst part was that for whatever reason, um, like Gaithersburg, I was just saying this to somebody. I'm very, very grateful for how diverse Montgomery oh, County man, is. Man, I love, I love the high school. And you don't school get, that I went you don't to, get this kind of diversity any place. And else. not, not authentic, dog. Yeah. Like not authentic, like genuine. It's so crazy. When I went to an HBCU and everyone was trying to spew this, like white people don't care about you. You gotta fuck with black people. Like I was like, dog, I don't want to hear none of that. Like literally, like. I don't know what y'all are talking about. Granted. Grant, no, 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 get me wrong. There granted. Is a, there is granted, a little bit of no, truth in that. Gr- granted, but, I get where they're coming from. But like but at the time when, when my 18-year-old, 19-year-old because, self, because the white I was like, I don't. Because the white people who had been around, they had been they, they, exposed they, to they, other demographics. Yeah, so they weren't like, cultures. yeah, so yeah. You're not speaking specifically about, and that's why for real, for real, sometimes I don't take things literally when people say them. No, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah. nah, you're not necessarily talking about white people. You're talking about ignorant people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like my 18-year-old, 19-year-old self. I, I was literally in an African-American history class my freshman year of, of Hampton, uh, being at Hampton. And this is what like my teacher was saying. He was just like literally talking about like just talking down on white folks. And I'm just like, dog, like I don't I don't like I don't feel that way. You know because, what I'm saying? Because you know, I, but I know and that's, that's what I'm saying. I don't teacher. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, Yo, I, I, wherever now I you understand. were, wherever you were, even politically, like politically, I, I, I still I do believe that. No, no, no. Like, but, I, I don't feel that way now. This is what I'm saying. Like, because I went to get because of Gettysburg mm-hmm. and how I it grew up, it, it, it made me feel now. Now I'm weary of the people. That, now it's like, OK, I need to understand you as a person. Like, mm-hmm. fuck, fuck skin. It tone. Gave, oh, it gives you it gave us a great, great like range because that definitely was like if we would have went. I'm not judging you by your color at that time. Like, I'm just judging you by do I think you're cool or not. I feel like sometimes if we would have went to Gaithersburg and we would have went to like a University of Maryland or something um, we would have been overly you, trusted I, I think so yeah we that's we super right that's, we would have expected them to act like how I mean, no, white people would never do this to me right but then it was like yo but we went to HBCU so it was kind of like no actually this person did have an experience yeah yeah and that's a real experience and not only that now that I'm paying attention to it from their perspective I'm like yo this is happening there were some things in Gaithersburg High School that I was like oh this was a racist thing yeah like, when I'm getting, when I'm getting yeah. stopped by the cops, I'm like, okay, this was a racist altercation. Yeah. But in the moment, I was like, whatever. Right. I was Not in the wrong place, wrong time. Like, but like, I, it took until I got to Morgan for me to call Surge one day and to say like, uh, have you ever been, have you ever been pulled over by a police? He was like, yeah. Dog. It was, like, was every, like, it was like every other weekend for us. That's dog. what he like, said. He was, like, he was like, at least like once a week when I was driving daddy's Mercedes. Yeah. He was like, Surge and my dad have the same last name. Yeah. And he would still have to sit on the sidewalk. And wait for them to call daddy I got some to confirm. Stories, dog. Like, all and I would sit there and be like, "Yo, what? I I literally legit. I'm gonna say no names because I'm pretty sure most of the people that went to Gatesburg are probably gonna know who I'm talking about. Had a cheer mom who <laughs> I already know who you basically <laughs> yeah. who had basically <clears throat> told people that I told everybody that my parents were doctors 
And she was like, why would you lie and tell me that your parents were doctors? I was like, I never told you that. Number one, you never asked me. You saw the number big house two, and you thought like. Yeah, number two, you know what was really offensive about it? Mm. You never tried to get to know my parents. And yeah. You could have. Me and your daughter cheered together for four whole entire years. So you had every opportunity to be like, oh, these are new people in our community. Let me get to know them. Let me find out more about them. And if you did, you would have found out about the deaf school. You would have found out about the home we owned in Forestville. You would have found out about the businesses that we owned in Cameroon. You would have found out so much more instead of just naturally assuming and trying to compartmentalize everybody into either their drug dealers or their doctors because they're African. Mm-hmm. Like, or they're scammers. Like, mm-hmm. you just, mm-hmm. you came up with your own conclusion and then you tried to force that on me. Mm-hmm. And I sat there and I was like, you you came up with that. Mm-hmm. She was like, no, you told everybody. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Don't yeah. know why I would need yeah. to do that. Like yeah. you're 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 not making any sense. Mm-hmm. But that's that's racist. Whatever whatever experience you went through, you might not identify it as racist because it's already been normalized to you. But it actually is. And it wasn't until like I got to Morgan and I started sitting there thinking like I have to worry about my little brother. Yeah. Because there were people in Gaithersburg who actually got brutalized by the police, beat mm-hmm. up by the police because, oh, if they got pulled over randomly, like how he got pulled over randomly. Yeah. If you happen to have had some weed on you, then that's that's your life sentence right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. That that fucked my your life whole, your life is fucked, ended. I, I think I got caught but with me, tree for the first time my freshman year of high, of college like first time actually getting like but meanwhile our homeboys who were white who mm-hmm. went to high school that, with no, that's, what, that, that's something that i recalled like when i would get into when i would get stopped by the police with white folks it was never what it was when i was stopped with black folks like I, and and it was and because like the white boys that i was hanging out with mm-hmm. were way more just like out there and way more rowdy mm-hmm. i would get pulled over with them a lot because we were actually doing things worth being pulled over yeah. for or worth being stopped for yeah, but when i was with like, the black not, folks you're not going to say anything because you're like and i'm just there but it's yeah. like but it's like we would get let off you know what i'm saying when i'm with like literally with black people we're not doing any like maybe we have too many people in the car not yeah. enough seatbelts th- things like that it's All like right, literally get out the car. You tell us, and then you, we can leave. All right, but it's like, but it's, li- but it's literally sit on the curb, search the whole car. It's literally. Let me call like, your parents. Where, where are your folks at? Why are you out at this time? It's how literally do you have a, like, how do you have a Mercedes, bruh? And it was, and, and you're and seventeen. Was, but again, again, I just, I chalked it all up as getting stopped by the police, whatever, like whatever. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't until college and after college that I was like, oh, like this, this is a two-hour altercation me. versus a thirty-minute altercation. This is a full inconvenience to my life and yeah. a threat on my life. Yeah, yeah, straight up. Because if you do find something, which Granted, I ain't, yeah. If I you might. Know. Like, I'm yeah. not saying I'm out here being holy, but like, but neither were the white time, boys, though. Yeah. Like, they had weed too. I deserve, like, I, deserve, I deserve a chance in my own life. Yeah, that's real. And not only that, but that's an attack on your youth. Yeah. Because once they attack you at your youth, and that, that affects you for years and years to come. And um, mentally, what that does to you, it really fucks you up. Because like I said earlier, like when you get inside that hole of like, oh, something bad happened to you, like you do get into that pity party mode. And like you don't necessarily have a lot of people reaching out to you and trying to find out, are you good? Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Because like even with the instance with Theo, what happened to him in West Virginia when um, – his him and his friends got in trouble yeah. that was a whole very much i was like you know you have to rethink your life now like are you going to finish school can you finish school yeah. like can you get this erased from your record how That's long real. is that going to take how many jobs can you get with this and not only that but like if you can't finish school now you have to go into life without this degree and then what exactly is going to become of you what is your future going to become because they've already attacked you at your youth mm-hmm. they took you out from the beginning mm-hmm. 
and then they made you feel like oh, we're treating you fair. Yeah. Oh, fuck out of yeah. here. That's, that's what's funny because like that's what I thought. I was like, well, whatever. Like this is the system that I got. I got to go through this. You know what I'm saying? I didn't look at it as a oh, like literally for the same thing you would let a white person go. Mm-hmm. Like like you know what I'm saying? You wouldn't even like but literally. You know, I had fucking weed t- like residue on my tongue that's what i got arrested for you know what yeah. i'm saying like not not like a whole blunt or not like literally like i swallowed a blunt you know what i'm saying and i had the residue on my tongue and that's what like i got in trouble for yeah and and then literally it was brought up four years later after i graduated i'm trying to get uh it was i was told if You're i went to through this make program of yourself i was told if i go through this program it'll be taken off my record you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i four years later after going through the program i try to apply for a job and the it lady that up. interviews me she was like i went through your background check and this came up and luckily the lady like was nice and she trusted me you know what i'm saying but like i was just like i was baffled because i was like i didn't even think she would see that i thought it was gone you know what i'm saying so like yeah and it's 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 wild because it's um it is a pseudo racism that people don't identify so that they think they can write off when it's mm-hmm. like, nah, son, you can fuck up somebody's entire life entire and drive life, them into though. a depression yeah. that can literally end their life. Yeah. And you don't care. Yeah. You don't you're not actually trying to help anyone. You are literally just trying to hold back someone. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So like that shit really it really balanced me out going to Morgan. And so it's just one of those things where it's like I'm grateful for Gaithersburg for giving me the perspective that hey, not everyone. Yeah. Nothing is that definitive where yeah. it's like all people. Yeah. I wouldn't even say a majority of white people are like how I feel the like ones you just have to know out. who you know and you have to always you, you one, don't ever put more trust in someone than you would like put in yourself, I mm-hmm. guess if that makes any sense. Or don't let like don't overly trust someone where they'll put you in vulnerable situations that you can't like think for yourself for but I think um, it's just a matter of like getting to know individuals dog like I I, I, I would vet a white person the same way that I would vet a black person yeah. like a black American you know what I'm saying like I'm just like dog like yeah. like you gotta like I'll, I'll give you a little bit of trust but you gotta prove yourself to me you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying before I'm just like uh, all in with you you know what I'm saying you gotta prove that you're not an asshole and that's any race like I'm not yeah. even just saying black white like any race like any person male or female like you I, gotta- will, I will say that um, given the climate um, politically and just having worked in what I work in um, is that I don't necessarily base it I don't necessarily have the litmus test is the same mm-hmm. um, because I get a lot of information that shows me how people vote so mm-hmm. they can sit there and smile in your oh, face yeah, and tell yeah, you they care yeah, about yeah, you. Yeah. But like I see when it actually comes down to it, when like, alone. you'll you'll sit there and be like <laughs> Yeah, no, I know. I I, I, and, I, I and then But like, you know what's funny? But you know what's funny? I like without even having the information that you have, I think that way anyway. I'm like, I, I know people are snaky and just, yeah. just just because of because I've had to lose friendships with people who I literally grew up with up until like two, three years ago. You know what I'm saying? And I am just not friends with them anymore I, because oh, they showed their colors. I've, I've had I've had to cut off. They I showed their colors in, in, indirectly through like this whole political climate and this so whole country's the, uh, climate. The, uh, the Bill Cosby thing just happened. <laughs> oh my God. And um, what did rowdy you think? on Twitter. Uh, dog, honestly, I, I have no reservations about what like I've, I I I don't care about Bill Cosby. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like, dog, I really don't care. Like I'm I'm observing what people are saying. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But to me, it's like I never idolized Bill Cosby anyway. I watched the Cosby Show, yeah. but I didn't. 
To me, though, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really, idol, I'm not going to say I idolize anyone, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Martin Lawrence was bigger influence on me than him. You know what I'm saying? Chris Tucker was a bigger. wise too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't, I have no reservations for Bill Cosby. So the fact that all these things are happening with him, I didn't care to begin with. Like, I feel like people, people make you care because everyone cares. So they're like, what do you think? It's like, I honestly had no thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the same time, I don't, I, I don't ever, I would never condone doing things like that to women in the first place that's a, a, a conversation i've actually recently had with a lot of people i'm, I'm close bro, to f- on fire on twitter have, right now who have basically let me know that one um as a kid they were in a um a mind frame where they were complicit like all of us have had friends who say some real rapey shit all of us have had friends who or no not even had friends but like know somebody who oh they they get people extra they get women extra drunk mm-hmm. because oh they think it's a better opportunity yeah, for them or a better yeah. chance for them and that is predatory they don't they don't immediately identify it as predatory but it is mm-hmm. and or some of us have friends who they went all the way with somebody who was like blackout drunk that's predatory mm-hmm. like that those were things that, like oh as a kid if you didn't speak up like if you didn't tell your homeboy like nah like chill like you were complicit to what transpired there and if that woman now comes out and says like i didn't want that to happen and you still you forced that on me you were complicit to a rape and that is equally as dangerous and destructive because that's going to remain with her forever, but that man will now go on and live his life like everything's normal. And that's going to, never going to be something that she'll ever be able to forget. And not only that, but people have family members, people have friends, people have teammates who like by any means necessary. And that shit is like animalistic. Like, are you are you joking? Like, you can't possibly find somebody that's willing to fuck you. Yeah, like, yeah that day, that yeah, to like, me that is. I feel you, like there's a personality disorder. Yeah, right there. Like, it is. It very. It when very you're much so is. pressed. Like, yeah, I, 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 I don't get that in guys. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I, I just, I just have never understood that. Like, why is that? You know what somebody serious, said? Somebody you know said. Um, somebody asked me. They were like, "So, does someone ask you every time before you have sex? Oh, do you want to the set and the third? I, I was think like, you even be if you a, don't, mm. it's an adult. I think you understand what consent is. Stop yeah. acting like, oh, you don't know what consent is. Yeah. You need them to, to me, check it's it like, off and you can write tell, it. To me, it's like, dog, if you can't tell whether a woman is interested then in you, you or not, then you should be like, nah. you're fucking, I like, can't you're tell, not, you're, nah. You're, you're, but if you can't tell, though, then Just I feel like you have, you got some kind of personality disorder. Yeah. How do you not know if someone likes you or doesn't like you? Or, like, wants, I, to, or wants to actually engage in sex with you. That, and then yeah. not only that, but like, if you feel as though you have to entice them, mm-hmm. like, hey, let me get you as drunk as possible. Let me add more to this. Let me throw a pill in there. Mm-hmm. Let me, I right, come on. Those are things that it's like, nah, mm-hmm. if you have to go that far, like that's, that's scary yeah. for the other person. And that's a level of power, especially because men are naturally stronger than women. That's a level of power that you are now forcing on that person because they can't fight you off. And I don't care, you know, how much money you have, whatever. People people have sat there and said, like, these women knew they wanted to be with a man with power. They thought he would be able to do something for them. And then when he didn't, they sat there and I was like, even still, if you had a million dollars in your bank account tomorrow and now all of these bitches are lined up to talk to you. And you go the further step of saying like, oh, these women are interested in me and I'm going to throw something inside of their drink so that way they're willing to get loose. Mm -hmm. 
That was you abusing your power. That has nothing to do with what they wanted or what they thought they were going to get from it. That was you now because the shit is like, yeah, I might have been like, hey, I want to get with John Wall. But like if in that moment and that and when we get to the bedroom, I change my mind. I'm allowed to leave. Yeah, I'm allowed to change my mind. Mm -hmm. Period. Like the fact that some people really don't understand it. It is a, a very dangerous and destructive part of our society that we dealt with in the 70s and in the 80s but like it's 2018 like are you joking like you you need to actually ask to actually understand whether or not then you shouldn't be doing it just but let you that know, go but i think um like when you say it's 2018 i feel like the reason it's still an issue is because one you got people who like like people like these people are raising these people mm -hmm. like, like younger people you know yeah. what i'm saying so like like people don't and understand they're like off some like this, boys this, will be like, boys and, bro like entitlement is a like entitlement is something that's passed down you yeah. know what i'm saying oh, like yeah. and and this this really stems from like entitlement and um I mean, I guess entitlement is really what it stems, stems from. Yeah, like, it just, and, uh, that's all it and is. And narcissism. And not only and that, like but that. like people granting the power to people like as if they are holier than, are they're above everybody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. Because you granted that pass to Bill Cosby for what? Like I had a, a homegirl that went to Morgan with me. She posted the picture. Of course, I said like, oh, um, if Bill Cosby is to go to jail um, for something to happen 35 years ago, then the woman who lied on Emmett Till should go to jail too. She's dead. But and I sat there and I was like, well, actually, Didn't both of their sick asses. She died. I, right? No, I think she's alive. Oh, I thought she but died recently. Possibly. I know she wrote a book because Dave Chappelle did a joke about her. Oh, yeah. I think she died. I think she, but, yeah. It, but recently, like in 2018 or in 2017 or something like that. Yeah. I think. But yeah, the the whole entire thing was basically to say that she should be in jail too. Mm -hmm. And I was like, honestly, both of their sick asses belong there. Yeah. And she was like, well, come on, you know how many times white women lie on on black men and sitting with her like this bitch could be lying inside there. And I was like, he admitted on tape that he put something inside these women. That right there is the sign still delivered. All, I don't like, think one wrong justifies another, another. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, I hate when if, like, what's the comparison, dog? Yeah. Like, I mean, I, even, like, even I see if, why people are comparing, comparing like the white guys who did the same thing versus the black guy, but still, it's like, and I don't. that just there means that no, they should go not, away too. I don't, not, I don't think it's correlated. a comparison. I think it's like, they should go away too. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not like, a, oh, why is he going away? Not, or he shouldn't go away because and they didn't. One, yeah. It's like, no, no, no. Like, let's make sure that they go away too. Man, so when she had said that she was like come on Teresa you know um, you you should be doing more for our community and I really I kind of like cocked my head back a little bit like you see that against John Legend or like niggas who aren't raping women <laughs> you know more for my like, community like I sit on a non profit board yeah. I work in politics like I attend events in our community and I actually plan events in our community yeah. so if you're talking about what I'm doing for our community what I won't do for our community is protect predators mm -hmm. because that makes us look like are you joking this is the, this is like when people think that black all black people steal and when you walk into the store and they treating you like oh you're a thief and you're like oh don't follow me i, I got money it's in a third but your homeboys back there stealing yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna defend that yeah, how can real. i defend that my, now my homeboy done stole and i'm sitting there like you treat us like i I, it like sounds that's, that's their work dumb. cited. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, it that's sounds, a, cited, you're citing their case. Exactly. Like, yeah, like it like. sounds dumb. So you're protecting a predator instead of actually worrying about how do you help the victim. Mm -hmm. And then you're deciding that this person doesn't get to be a victim because they're a white woman and white women have done a lot to black men over 
the last 400 years. Yes, white people have done a lot of fucked up shit. I agree. But if when we get power, we decide to now become the same enemy in which we hate, how much better does that make us? And I really sat there and I was like, yeah, no, I can't. I can't follow you. Yeah. I cannot be friends with you yeah. because you are now deciding to be a part of the problem and calling yourself the solution. Nah, I can't do that. Then if as far as like work in the community, like if you if you were in the community, if you come out, you will see me mm-hmm. when there's things going on. No, I see, I've seen you. It's on, crazy. I, I see you like on social, like at the at the mark at the women's march. Yeah, I see you at like I, I, I see like, you at a rally, a rally every like other. Yeah, month. and the thing is, I'm not a professional <clears throat> protester, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. shit is, is like. But it's like you're doing your some, part. Yeah, if it's something that I really actually am sitting here talking about, I feel. I feel um, like a hypocrite mm-hmm. if I'm sitting here like women deserve this, and then when the rally come, I'm like, you know, I'm just sitting at home. I'm gonna and go just... to brunch, <laughs> but, but there's a but brunch at like that you. time, <laughs> right? But like just sharing the pictures, exactly. Like that, yeah. But like also being a part of the grassroots part of the movement and being yeah. a part of things from like the very beginning. So that's why, like, oh yeah, I'm mentioning like, oh well, this friend has that going on, that has, this person has that going on because I see people from the very jump that I'm like, damn, that shit's gonna be dope. Just like with. It's nation. Mm-hmm. Like I, I saw it from the jump, and I was like, "Ah, oh, that's gonna be dope." The more people I can mention it to, the more they'll check it out. Um, like my friend Betty, who you know she's yeah, getting yeah, yeah. her own thing started, and I was like, "Nah, this is dope," and he's been doing this for a while, mm-hmm. so it's going even further places. Mm-hmm. If I can come out and support, or even if I can connect somebody to be like, "Hey, yo, check this out," I'm going to do that. But don't don't come for me and try and be like, "Oh, you need to protect our community." Like you need. I to would try not harder. protect Serge if Serge did some fucked up shit like that. I would have been like, and you know my mom too. Mm-hmm. She would have been like, he can sit in jail. Yeah. <laughs> like you did some fucked I up. Feel like shit. That was what, I to... feel like that was what your mom's sentiments were towards Theo was at first before she got like all the. I mean, just yeah. from what I when I because I was kind of a kid when that happened and yeah. I feel like I just would hear her and my mom and talking. she and she would very much be like, yo, if you did something fucked up, like yeah. man up, yeah, take your shit. Like because that's fucked it's up. What you deserve? Like you yeah. did the crime. You got nobody. Crime. Nobody made you do that. You yeah, did that. Yeah. Like that's it. Period. And the thing is, like she's very, very strong, and I love my mom to death. I really, really do. Like we are one in the same. And sometimes people will try to like shade her or shade mm-hmm. me and be mm-hmm. like, "You act like your mom." Good. <laughs> because she don't take nobody's shit. Yeah. And not only does she not take nobody's shit, but if you did the crime, you do you you man up and you do your own shit. Yeah. You handle that shit. And it's not that, oh, I don't love you, but it's that, you know what, if you gotta sit through jail and serve this sentence, like, all right, cool, we serving it with you. It's funny. I'm not about to sit like, here and defend this, it though. There's a saying like nobody's coming to save you type shit. Like you you know what I'm saying? You do something, who do you think is going to come and save you? You know what I'm saying? Like, And I think that's where the entitlement comes from, especially with, you know, like like, like the Brock Turners, for example. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they get saved. You know what I'm saying? It's not, yeah. but it's not, up, it's not up for us to be like, oh, well, because he got saved, now, like, I should Somebody, get, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we, we, we don't know our, we, we, don't, fact, we don't control our When that shit happens to us, we be shocked as fuck. We don't control Because when OJ got stuff. off, we all yeah. sat there like, yo, we, we acted like that was a win for the whole black community. We were like, are you serious? We got yeah. away with this? Yeah. And the shit was that that was wild. And what's too. fucked up because we I feel because like we kinda we wasted that take, one on a, on, even, on a bad apple. Yeah. I was gonna say I was gonna say <laughs> we you know wasted what was wild? It. Because you when you get
get saved and you have an opportunity like that and the shit is like it's really fucked. And now they're looking back and like, look what happened when we yeah, let OJ exactly, go. Like now they're not exactly. gonna know black people go. Like. And not only not only that, but like it's really fucked up because he could have taken that opportunity. He could have turned it around and been like whether he did or he dog, didn't. Criminals do it. are criminals, dog. Him, yeah. Suge Knight, like they can't stay out of jail, dog. And you like, know you what know these what motherfuckers like, had the nerve to do? They had the nerve to ask OJ what he thinks about the Bill Cosby joint. I you know what's funny? Dead. You know, you know what's what funny? his response was? Let me guess. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> he should have put him on house arrest. You know, he's he's old and yeah. yeah like, and I sat there and I was like, okay, OJ, <laughs> the, the pot calling the kettle black. Don't like, like, what you got to say, man. No, but it's so funny. Shut when up, people, Juice. <laughs> <laughs> shut up and play football. <laughs> nah, but it's so funny when people ask. Like, I think people do that on purpose, dog. Like, you ask people yeah. who aren't like you. You you know aren't what answer you're getting. You you know what answer you're getting when you ask. Like, I heard somebody asked one time and I, i've said this multiple times but it's just always so funny to me when when uh with the whole thing with donald trump like before donald trump got elected oh no i think around the black lives matter movement um somebody asked young thug what he thought about the black lives matter movement and he had no he he had like no comment he was you pretty much saying like dog i'm a young nigga getting money i don't care about that that's what he said honestly, and then they were looking at him like well you should care and he, honestly, i'm like dog why are you asking that's thugger most, that's the most fucked up thing and i sometimes wonder who are these reporters and bro that's not good journalism to me no you know it's not, and not like you're that, wasting your time with that, thug. I, ask him about his album don't ask him about nothing stupid i'm gonna i'm gonna pull the racist card again Racist because <laughs> y'all think racist every, <laughs> y'all think that every black person who is visible cares and has marginal success not even cares about black issues. They have to be an activist. They oh, have yeah, to be yeah. a community leader. Yeah. And it shit is that if I'm a comedian, why the fuck do I have to be a community leader too? So now you want me to watch the news every day and keep on top of yeah. like they had asked um, Tiffany then, Haddish. Go ahead. They asked Tiffany Haddish. Um, Oh, well, you know, people have been saying Oscar's so white or Grammy's so white, and we've had a lot of like black people win, and um, we've been trying to really improve diversity and inclusion. How do you feel as though they can improve diversity and inclusion? And Tiffany said, I don't know nothing about that. I mean, I'm just a, commu- a comedian. I didn't go to college for that. I didn't even go to college I'm at a, all. I'm doing gigs. I'm everybody, applying. Like, you know what everybody I'm saying? keeps <laughs> retweeting it and like saying, like, Oh, she's so ratchet and she's so this and so She I is who like, we thought she was. I was like, <laughs> She just told y'all she didn't go to college. Why you you just her? asked her, how do you solve something that's been a problem for 400 years? Yeah. Why don't you ask the motherfuckers who did it? Yeah. The people who have control over that. Type exactly. of shit. And I'm just saying, y'all are asking a woman who won her first big award, how does she solve a problem? Like, and she just got in this room. Like, and I couldn't then, even sit at this table a year ago. So real. now I can sit at this table, and now, now you're y'all asking me to, y'all want me to, to find serve all the problems. And like, even pick up. Just, kids. That like, is fucked up. <laughs> and not only that, but now that that one little soundbite is going to go viral. And everyone is going to see it. And everyone's going to either look at you as ignorant or this, that, and third. And it destroys your opportunity. So, yes, racist. On the flip side, though, because, like, y'all niggas don't want Colin Kaepernick to talk about this shit. Y'all y'all want him to play football. So, like, what do y'all want? You know what I'm saying? Because, like, y'all don't that's, want y'all don't want the, the football players the to do this shit. Y'all don't want the basketball players to do this shit, but they, what they do. Everybody wants to talk about, oh, shit's a, shit's a race card. Oh, you want to pull a race card? And then it's like, no, be dead. Really, really actually look at what you did. Look at what you've done. Mm-hmm. Look at the history behind it. Why did you ask her? You are a reporter. You did go to college. Mm-hmm. So you understand credibility. You understand source. And you understand those are the two most important things when it comes to actually reporting something. So as you sat there and you asked her that goddamn question, when you could have asked her, oh, how do you feel? Congratulations. Mm-hmm. What are you? What are your plans now? What are other projects you're working on? You could have used that moment to 
to really, really lift her and to uh, promote any other projects she has going on. And you sat there and you took that opportunity to make her look dumb. Mm -hmm. You're just as fucked up. And you're the one with the damn degree. You should be embarrassed, especially if you are black. Yeah. Especially if you're black, because you the took that opportunity to make it. I have no idea who the uh, reporter was, yeah. because the only person in the shot is uh, Tiffany, like, and that's why uh, it's even more yeah. fucked up. Because it's like, yo, and I keep on asking people, like, who is this reporter? I want to know because I want that person to not have a job no more. Yeah. Because you are, you are being a part of the problem of making black people look as though we're not educated mm-hmm. or we don't care about certain things. So I think it's like. She signed up to be a comedian. She didn't yeah, sign up to be a activist. Uh, yeah, and the thing is, it's like policymaker. Cardi B has been trying to tell people this for years. Like y'all keep on saying, like she's not a good role model. She was like, "What did I sign up to be a fucking role model?" <laughs> she was a stripper. Like she's she was a rapper. Like, she's there. Like, she's there. Like, like you know, when did I sign up to raise? I your say child? that all the time. I say that all the time. Like, like people got to people got to <laughs> stop doing that. Stop yeah. asking young thug what he thinks about the fucking presidential. Like why do we care? Like dog. Like y'all are making fun of him for being a rumble rapper, which I just don't think is just. Justified. I think Young Thug is actually a talented. Yeah, but still, like you know, what I'm saying, like don't put one shoe on him and then put another shoe and on him, like, and then also, be like, oh look, he's an idiot. Why not? Jay Z, Jay Z said this. Not really? Like they're not, like, the same. they're not the same, dog. Like you know, what I'm saying. But then also take- on the flip side, don't take when athletes try to do what you guys are talking about. Y'all be like, nah, play basketball, play football. But you, you know, know what? what? Why do why don't those questions ever get asked to Asians? Asians have zero visibility. Yeah. Especially in America. Asians have zero visibility. Why didn't you ask the Asians? Why don't they have any representation? But you know what's interesting though? Um what's her name? That so you know that new movie that came out, Young Rich Asians yep. or whatever. Uh, like, Crazy, Rich, Crazy Asians. Rich Asians. Yeah. That they were saying like that's kind of like their uh, I guess their launching pad are supposed to be. I that's don't know. Gonna, if I heard that's it supposed wrong. They, they want it to be their Wakanda, I feel like. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I think that's not enough. It's not it. But 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 no, it's a but you're make but you that's a good question that you asked. I feel but I feel like it remains to be seen with that with yeah. that demographic. Because I feel like they didn't necessarily want that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they I think they're fine they're, with like, like um, I feel like I feel like Asians are kinda looking they're kinda like looking at the black and white thing just like you see them over there culturally <laughs> obviously <laughs> culturally and even um, politically they um very much don't like other cultures pouring into their culture mm-hmm. or vice versa so they won't pour into others yeah. like it's like whatever so it's very, it, it is it is very much of it and i don't blame them because we haven't been doing so such I a great job. I would, bro, I would, like, if I was on the outside looking in at this like, white like, black you know thing, what? I would be like, I see yeah. this whole whole crazy party. I'm going to watch it. Like, it's like watching, a train, like watching a train wreck. Yeah. It's like, I'll watch it. Like, I'm not it's, getting it's on the train. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, from afar, it's entertaining to watch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, the thing is, this is person that going against that person, this group going against that group. It's But if you're talking about visibility and inclusion, it's not just black people and white people. There are also other races and cultures. Like, what are you, like, what are you so focused on black and white when honestly there's a million kind of blacks and there's a million kind of whites and y'all have literally just kind of focused in on this one thing and you've decided that every black person with marginal success and a little bit of visibility has to now step up and be Beyonce or be Jay-Z or be J. Cole or you know, and that's that's not gonna happen mm-hmm. you can't box us in and not only that but when you do box us in you're going to end up seeing that we have a million different personalities and shades. We're multifaceted. And the shit it wasn't when Tiffany was in there like, I ain't even go to God. And I sat down and I was like, I know people who talk like that. Yeah. yeah. So y'all I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, but if, I, if she sat there and she was like, well, 
Um, but, uh, she's so fake. That would not. Yeah, that would not have like, been there's authentic. There's no winning, dog. There's, there's no. Not, that's not authentic. <laughs> there's my no man. winning, that's, dog. That's not authentic, my man. Like that's not even real. Like the way that she was talking, I sat there and I was like, that do sound like somebody that, you know, just stayed at home and you know dealt with their life and is just like. Don't be asking me no dumb shit. Yeah. I'm not mad at it, but like it going viral and then some black people acting like oh, she's so ignorant, so ratchet. I'm sitting there like, bitch, you don't what did you no expect out of Tiffany Haddish? Dog? Have you not seen a Tiffany Haddish stand up? Like I could have not I've even seen, if you had. Like I know I, I don't know you, her, but I know who she is. I know black, what to you expect. You a black person. You don't got no cousins, no yeah. cut, no aunties, no, nothing that reminds you. Of oh yeah, some of us can be a little bit like, no, no, straight up, yeah, straight up. But like, I don't, I don't even look at it as a bad thing. Like, no, I, I don't even look at actually. it like, yo, we're multifaceted. You, you can embrace whatever side of it that you want. You embrace whatever side of it you want. And when Girl Trip came out, mm-hmm. now when she's still showing you, like, yo, this is who I am. Now you're like. I was really hoping for Beyonce. <laughs> that's not yeah. not what you're gonna get with Tiffany. Like that's real. that's that's not fair. That's but I say all that to say that um, when I got the comment like, "Oh, I need to do more for my community," I honestly sat there and I was like, "Yeah, you know what? That's just not a um, a voice that I want in my my mental diet." I don't want nobody in my mm-hmm. mental diet telling me I need to protect black men who are um, predatory, even if it's against <clears throat> white women. Yeah. There's no leveling up the score. There's no evening the score on that. Yeah. The number of white women who have lied about black men doing things to them. And thank God I ain't ever had to worry about it. I mean, honestly, it. I don't fuck with the comparisons, dog. Like I, like I said before, I don't think it's fair to compare one wrong against another wrong like both of y'all are wrong like let's reprimand both of y'all you know what i mean like like let's not be like okay you didn't get reprimanded for this like if we got to retroactively do it then let's do it if you want to bring that up to me it's like i'm not the judge and the jury of nothing you know what i'm saying i live again bro but when i like what we were talking about earlier i'm so in that like i i'm focused on my life so when you ask me about bill cosby I, my honest opinion is I have no opinion, dog. If they say he goes to jail, go to jail. Bro. Yeah. I, I, I'm not saying free bill. You know what I'm and saying? The like, thing is, I'm also <laughs> not going to the full extent of being like, oh, I hope that sicko died. He died. Yeah. See, yeah that's, like, that's that's extremism. Like, to me, but that's, but again, but that. When, that, when bro, that whole comment came but, out, but, I was but, like. But you know what I think? That, that stems from damaged people as well. I'm is. like, yo, like, why some are you people, so invested in him but that, people, like, you want him to don't, die? Some people don't grow from. The things that they're the mistakes that they make, and so they don't. I feel like they don't expect other people to grow from their their mistakes because there are people who I know that they might have knew me in 2006 or they might have knew me in 2007, 2008, they might and have they expect me, say. yeah, they <laughs> might expect me to still be oh this way or that way, and they would be like, oh, she's this, she's that, she deserves this. I've actually had somebody who used to be my friend, like try to tell other people not to be friends with me because I'm this way or I'm that way. Try to uninvite me from like trips and like events and stuff and I'm like young <laughs> Nicki Minaj reference you trying to block my bag but <laughs> but like it's like why are you trying to stand in the way of like me growing becoming better yeah because I also think that a lot of people don't me, grow you're holding me to whatever happened years ago when I might have already forgiven myself I'm, I think a lot of people themselves don't grow so they they don't realize that other people do yeah you know what I'm saying so like and that these again bro and even even if you can't forgive somebody which that happens sometimes even if you're not in a space yet 
to forgive someone. I I feel like the the method in which you kind of have to deal with that, you have to deal with that on your own, whether yeah. that's going to church or that's going to therapy or that's, you know, meditating, whatever it is, you deal with that on your own if you're not in a place to forgive someone. That does not mean that you now have to hold that over their head to center. That means you can't interact with them, yeah, yeah. you can't be around them, do what you have to do for you. Yeah. But like, Forgiveness is about you. It's not about oh they now came to you and proved to you that they changed. They don't owe you shit. Yeah. I don't owe you shit. Yeah. Like if I did something to you or if Sally did something to you years ago, this and the third, that now today you're going to people who I'm friends with to be like, girl, she did. Girl, you she watch did. out for her. She Number did this one, two years ago. First of all, <laughs> first of all, if they believe you, great because yeah. now I know that all right, they don't really know me. Yeah. Like if they believe you. Whatever, that's fine. That's, that and, says a lot about them. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't necessarily define who I am. But like, if they don't believe you and they're like, "Hey, you know, I still want to give this person a chance," then like, great, cool, because you won't miss out on some fun ass shit if you yeah. just keep on blocking out people based on what somebody else has to say about what they were or who they've been. Because we all go through our own journey. We all see shit how we see it, dog. Like I might describe, like we just described Surge the same person in different ways. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, because like, that nigga's <laughs> But, we're good, but, we're good, but the point, you know what I'm saying, is that like, you know what I'm saying, what I have to say about somebody is my perception of them, you know what I'm saying, based off my relationship with them. So yeah. like, I feel like, bro, like a, a theme of my, of what I be saying is like, dog, like you got to have your own opinions about everything. Like you can't. Yes, you de- you you should listen and you should like internalize what people say, but like you still need to form your own opinion. Dog. Yeah. I don't like, not that, I, let me not say I don't like, but I can't. Um, I I don't really like appreciate people that don't allow themselves to do that. Don't allow themselves to formulate their own, own opinions opinion, about yeah. anything about or anything, the, dog. Or the ones who will come up to you and be like, "This well, person said this, and this, is what it is, and this is what it is." Or it's like, all right, before you even said what you think, you the first thing you, that came out your mouth was so and so said like. I'm, they're not you're, even you're here. Gossipy, dog. You're they're gossipy. not even here. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. why are you? Yeah. So you're telling you, me you, that you, you've been thinking did. about them all day. You, yeah. You been, or at least up until you walked up to me. So and so told me that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what 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 was you said you one of your one of five but the only girl. What was that like growing up? Being the only girl in a, in a house that I know was like five. Very, strong very dudes like a lot of road ass niggas like <laughs> what was that like you know what i'm saying bomb oh yeah it was lit yeah. um it, there's some some like downsides to it because i um i struggle with understanding how to maintain and to truly value relationships with other women um and the things that they find is like really really important pillars um, and you know my mom being an only girl yeah. of like seven. And I feel like she's kind of like not not to say manly enough. She doesn't. She doesn't. But she's really, not like she's not like emotional yeah. like women are. You know yeah. what I'm saying? She's and more like she, rah, rah, rah. right. Exactly. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. But. She, 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 she's ready to like ruffle and, yeah, t- and yeah, tussle yeah, with yeah, the boys. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's great and it's it's bad at the same time because it it does sometimes make us feel like um, you're lonely. Mm-hmm. Because there's certain things that I know that they would never understand. Of course, of course. There's certain things that I'm like, it doesn't matter how many times I explain to you, like, oh, women need this, women need that. But I remember like being in the 11th grade, I think, and Theo being like, Teresa's a feminist. And I remember just being like, 
I don't even know what that is, but like, <laughs> I think that you just made this assertion just based on the fact that I'm like, the only female here. I have right? to fight for myself. <laughs> right. So if there is a rally in the in the kitchen, it's me. <laughs> it's me with my one picket right. sign. Like y'all not about Stop to stop leaving have the t- toilet seat up. She's y'all a, not about she's to a feminist. <laughs> <laughs> like, like nigga. Like, you know like, no, straight up. Like, right. Yeah. I mean, now I do identify as a womanist, um, but. It just very much was like, no, I had to fight for myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you don't understand. You don't get it. And not only that, but, like, my mom didn't really necessarily have the equipment to understand how to really help you. Yeah. yeah. But, like, she always had been, like, this fierce fighting woman. One of the um, greatest things I had ever heard from my dad was when he said um, he was excited to have a girl. It was before I was born. I was like... Well, how are you excited to have something she don't even know is coming? And he's like, he just remembers, like, he was dating my mom and she was pregnant with Theo at the time. And, like, um, they, I think, just got married or something. But he was like, yeah, they were in the apartment and she had sent him to the store to go and get chicken wings. She told him to get chicken wingettes. So he goes to the store, he comes back, he goes to the store, like, oh, I'm about to go get chicken wings. Boom. Got chicken wings, comes back in the house, and he comes back with the drumsticks. Gives them to my mom. And my mom was like, chico. I said chicken wingettes. <laughs> I don't like this. Like, she just went off. Like, just like, nah, like, I sent you to the store. You've been gone for an hour, and now you come back, and you don't even have the right shit. Yeah. And, like, he was like. It's like, dog, you have one job. Exactly. He was like, you know, where he's from, like, he was treated like the chief. He was very much like, you know, the man of the house. Like, like I, I thought I was doing you a favor by even leaving. Yeah, going <laughs> to the store. Right. Like, that's not my normal duty. This is not how, yeah, yeah this is not how a Cameroonian man. And it's like the yeah, head of up. his family like, is treated. So he was like, you know, she was just so adamant. Like, no, I know what I want. And you went and you said you were going to do this. And you didn't bring me back what I wanted. Like, mm-hmm. nah, I'm not taking it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, but it's still chicken. She's like, no, I don't want this. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he remembers he went down. And like, we had like a balcony with like a long like walk path to like where the uh, actual parking lot was. This is when we lived in the Delphi. And so she goes out to the balcony. He's like walking down the thing, and he's like, "Oh, he all like he just falls. I'm hit him in the back of his head, <laughs> and it was the chicken wing." No way! Your mom is so <laughs> fucking wild. Why is she so wild, dog? He said, "You know, yeah." He, he said, "It's the chicken wing." Hit him. He picked him up, and he looked. <laughs> yeah, take this back and get the money back. <laughs> he's like, he looked. And all he was thinking was like, you know what? At least I know if I had a, a little girl, she I know she would never take nobody's shit. Yeah. Like, I don't care like what kind of man you think you are, whose chief you think you are. Like, if I ask you for something, that's what I want, period. I'm not compromising for anybody or anyone. And you're not about to convince me that I want something different than what I want. If I tell you that I want this, that's it, period. And I'm not about to sit here and kiss your ass and make you feel like you're great for you didn't mean some sort of a favor. And he was like, you know, he just sat there and he looked and he was like, it was a weird feeling. I was like, that is really weird for you to fall more in love with somebody who is... Straight up. Straight up. Straight up. Straight up. I probably would have not came back after that. All right, peace. But, (laughs) like, she's a nut. And, like, you you knew that. You knew that when you was getting into it. And not only that, but, like, in your mind, you also have to understand that um, in the 80s and in Cameroon, it's very, very um, oppressive for women. Mm -hmm. And, like, so for her to have that fire, like, you got me fucked up. She's, rare. she's a rare it person was, it was very very rare at that time it, it's it's even rare now like mm-hmm. when some people meet her and they're just kind of like thrown off i'm kind of like 
That's who I grew up with. Yeah, and not only that, but like you shouldn't be shocked if you know me. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. because you should also know that like she she's me on ten. Yeah. Like like we we will be emailing board members and like sending important emails to people with lots of money. And like my mom will be sitting there fiercely arguing with them like she's a man and like and the emails will end with like you're damn right. And I'll be there and be like, you just emailed a board member saying you're damn right. Like you know, like yeah. Just that fire and that fervor. And, like, I remember when he said he was just smiling and laughing. I was just thinking, like, you wanted to have a strong woman. And being the second to last in, like, this whole entire litter of boys. Like, that's what you got. Mm -hmm. So sometimes when I I start to feel a little bit down to myself, I start thinking, like, nah, son. He doesn't have no weak daughter. Mm -hmm. That's not what he prayed for. Mm -hmm. That is not what he got in a wife. And that's not what she raised. That's not what he raised. So there's no... There's no moment of weakness for me. There is, okay, I might feel down for this moment and then I need to get over it and I get right the fuck back to business. That's super lit. Like, it very much was like being around the boys, it gives you that fervor where it's like, nah, I can get shit done. Like, I can I can hold my own. But, like, sometimes you got to fight for yourself. That's real. And if people think <laughs> that you're crazy along the way, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, everybody don't got to fuck with you. You got to fuck you with you. You know what's funny? That I feel like that's something that uh, women talk about a lot, especially black women. And I want to know, like, what you feel about this, where, you know what I'm saying, they, they, they say that... Uh, they don't feel comfortable like speaking up for themselves because they don't want to then be pegged as like that black woman mm. or like that. You know what I mean? Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. What I'm talking about like, mm. how do you like? Do you think is that something that you think about at all? Nah, nah. Um, there's certain spaces that make me have it in the back of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, like when I'm in all white spaces. Of course. Um, so like my job, I'm the only black woman there. Mm-hmm. I'm the only black person, period. Yeah. There's a, a young man there from Sri Lanka and another one who's Middle Eastern and just kind of is like there are certain times where I can kind of tell there's like stereotypes that are being placed on me. Mm-hmm. And I have to literally like tell myself like, you don't have to be who they think you are. You just have to prove to them who you are. And in all honesty, if they want to think whatever they think, let them. Because in the first year of me working, I had been accused of stealing my own paycheck. I had been, like, accused of, like, taking super long breaks or, like, just petty little shit that I'm kind of like, these are things that if I really, really focus on, oh, I don't want to be that one. I could sit there and think, like, oh, I wonder if they okay, think I come in Okay, let me make sure I clock in right on. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, like, and nah, I'm not here to serve anybody but myself. I'm not here to do a favor for anybody but myself. And to be 100% honest, I don't want to ever give you the wrong impression of whom we can be. Because I can be late sometimes. I'm allowed to. I can be loud sometimes. I'm fucking allowed to. And I I do wear my bush to work. Because fuck y'all. Y'all not about to make me straighten my hair every goddamn day to make you feel more comfortable. <laughs> because fuck y'all. Yeah. Straight up, straight like up. seriously, because I, honestly, what other reason would I have to do that for? So I can sit there and look like I'm I'm doing a damn newscast. I'm mm-hmm. not doing a bump and a side part mm-hmm. to make you feel more comfortable. Yeah. If I wanted to do a twist out, I'm doing it. If I want to wear my cornrows all the way down to my butt and sit inside this board meeting, I'm doing it. Because what I'm producing and what I'm giving you is what all that you should be judging me on. So I don't want to have it in the back of my head where it's like I don't want to be that one nah if I want to come in here and be like girl I'm coming in here and that's what I'm doing and if other days I want to come in here and I'm like nah that's not that's not me 
I feel like the best favor I can do for you is giving you the real me mm-hmm. instead of giving you, I don't want to be that one. Like, nah, I'm going to give you the real because if you run into another black girl and you happen to think that we are all alike or we are, we each one is similar, you're going to get it really fucked up. We're a large spectrum of different things and different things at the same time sometimes. Yeah. Like sometimes I like coming in and having long nails and my cornrows down to my butt. Sometimes I like coming in and having my hair pressed. Either way, I think that we should always have the space to be ourselves. And That's it's harder right. to be ourselves in all white spaces. It's yeah. harder to be ourselves when we don't see ourselves. There's no there's no one else in my company that I could look up to and say, she looks like me and I want to be her. Or I want to be in her position. And going to um, uh, GW for political management, I remember going to classes and being like, I'm the only one. So when they talk about black stuff, they instantly turn and look at me. And yeah. I'm sitting there like, no. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's Mm-mm. real. Some days I'd want to speak up and some days I'd sit there and be like, no. And they'd be like, oh, Teresa, do you have anything? Nope. Yeah. I don't. That I'm is a Tiffany Haddish, y'all. That is the one. I ain't, re- I ain't even go to college for that. <laughs> no, straight up, straight up, straight I ain't up. go to college to be the representative of black people. No, that's real. That's real. <laughs> no. Some days I want to and some days I don't. And I'm not going to take that pressure and put it on myself. Like, I already have a lot. Mm-hmm. that I'm trying to do and I do have a lot that I want to actually get produced in the next year or so so the extra stress that shit don't help yeah um I was interested in so you talked a lot about like being introspective and we've kind of gone back and forth about that not even just today but like before like in our conversations that we have um I know me personally I like I read a lot of books, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Tim Ferriss is one of my favorites, but um, yeah, I'm a big Tim Ferriss fan. But uh, I'm interested in knowing like like what or who inspires you, and like really uh, has that kind of impression on how you act and how you think in like the last couple of years. Like I mean, I know your family is a big part of that, and Beyonce, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, is there anything or anyone else that like is really? Uh, like a, a really, I guess, influential on your mindset. Maya Wiley. Who? Maya, Maya Wiley. Wiley. Who's she? Um, not a lot of people know about like. Never heard of her. Like, yeah, the thing, and that's really wild to me too because there's a lot of black women who are working in advocacy and policy who are doing their fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And people don't know them until they end up being like a pundit or mm-hmm. something on like CNN or MSNBC. Angela Rye. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like people will, people will then blow up that one Person. And it's like, no, there's multiple of us yeah, that are yeah, here yeah. doing the work on the ground. Mm-hmm. Like, not only are there multiple of us, there are people who are setting up the platform for there to be more of us catapulted. So uh, Maya Wiley is one of them. She actually owns an advocacy firm in D.C. and she's a lawyer and she's worked in a lot of things. And it's um, she is very much like an Angela Rye, but just not necessarily in the public light. Um other than Maya Wiley, over the last two years, I've um, probably three years now, because it was before I got to Peace Corps. Um, but yeah, over the last three years, I but like um, what about her though? Like what? Like what is it that really influences you and how you act? I guess. Um, what influences me the most about it is just the the um, ability to see something happening in your community. And to affect it in a way that's larger than what we see on TV. Nice. Like, affect it in a way which you're rewriting legislature. You're rewriting policy. There are people in cap on Capitol Hill who are actually passing these bills every single night. And some of us sleep every night without knowing yeah. what bill just passed. Like, what now is 
is legal and what isn't? What's going to affect your family and whether or not you're able to bring a cousin or somebody from Nigeria to now come and stay with you? And that's the woman who's in there like saying, okay, I'm staying up until one in the morning and reading over this stuff and I'm going to these events and I'm speaking at them and I'm not necessarily trying to be put into the spotlight, but the work that I'm actually doing in the community is huge. It's monumental. And not to say that, oh, Angela Rise or Simone Sanders aren't like doing monumental huge work they are it both are needed but um she definitely was one of the ones that i was like yeah if i don't end up on somebody's television like that's not a big deal to me the bigger deal to me is like oh if you really care about something in your heart like that's really something that's bothering you and it's affecting your community where you live the people who you love and your children to come like actually doing the work and being like i changed that yeah like I came in and I read this and I was like, oh, y'all got us fucked up. And this is what it, we, it actually needs to be. Yeah. And that's why I started working in government relations and wanting to work with political action committees. Because if somebody else can read through the, the policy that is stacked this high and take the time to read through all of it and revise it and send those revisions in and say, this is what it actually should say. And these are people who are willing to put money behind that. Not just little money, like big bread, like that to me, I feel like that's powerful. Yeah. And not only is it powerful, but I've never wanted to be just a, a beautiful woman or a pretty woman. I wanted to be a powerful woman. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be beautiful. Mm-hmm. I want to have. I want to have the power to actually affect and change my life and the people who I really, really care about. I don't want anything bigger, like oh, to be in these campaigns, like. Angela is, or you know, to be, you know, in photo shoots. And yeah, but to like be, judged on your appearance, yeah. or like or just like at least not maybe not judged as a person on your appearance, but like your credibility be based on like where people see exactly. you, exactly, and I want to like how you affect things. I want to be a part of conversations that yeah. actually really, really matter to me. Like I find myself bored in certain conversations where it's like <sighs> this does not. That's me. This does not mean shit. That's me these days. Like, it doesn't mean shit. But when you are in conversations with certain people, it, it it's elevates when you've you. been in conversations that matter, it's like when you're not in one, you notice it. Like, yeah. I didn't notice the types of conversations I was having until I started having different types of conversations. Yeah, <laughs> you know and it's saying? because, oh, you bring other people around you. Yeah. And, like, it, it changes, like, what you think you're able to do also. That's why that saying, like, um, you are the sum of the five people you hang around mm. the most, that's the most realest thing is because, like, dog, like, your mind won't change or you the, what you think about on a regular basis won't change unless you're around people who think about uh, it'll it'll only be what like your conversations consist of that right? that quote i feel like it's misinterpreted a lot though yeah no it it does I in feel the like, sense of like, oh you got to be around millionaires to be a millionaire oh yeah but the no. thing is like i feel like there's a lot of people out here especially because of instagram and the instagram age who are clout chasers and i hate it yeah. like i just posted the other day instagram is the most beautiful and the most annoying thing at yeah. the very 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 same time yeah cuz i feel like like, um, you know, cloud chasing definitely is like a new wave where everybody's kind of like, oh, okay, well, how many followers? Let me do link I up have? with this dude so we could take a picture together, yeah. and then people will be like, like, how, kind of how the you post, were saying before, like, the oh, post like, I posted where it was like, oh, uh, uh, it was like, somebody was like, oh, promoters be at the clubs, like, just just running into my bro, we grinding, we working, like, they literally and it was like, a picture and just and asked like, him for a picture, yeah, and I was like, you know, y'all clout chasing, yeah. like, if you were working, we would see you, yeah, if you when you're in these streets, we see you, yeah. And like, yeah, I made this year a lot more about being visible and like people being able to see the work that I'm doing. But like, sometimes I don't want them to because mm-hmm. I don't want you to have an opinion on what I'm doing. I know mm-hmm. what I'm doing. And not yeah. only that, but if you're in these streets too, you see me. 
And to me, I'm like, when you see it, it's like it's already in been motion done. or already yeah. been done. Really, exactly. Really, you you see the end of it. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? Like that final picture, that final video right. is the result of like months or weeks of work. Exactly. You know I mean? And then it's just like the people who actually were there, those are the ones who I wanted to connect with. Yeah. It's not that, oh, I ran into you at Rose Bar and I was yeah. like, we work and we, and I was like, that's DC Club Live like shit. That's real. That's like, real. y'all that's run all, every, that's all like, like so everybody's John Walls, bro. Everybody, yeah, that's like, that's literally what the whole shit is. It's like, everybody's, everybody's Wale's cousin. Y'all are in the same <laughs> hub of the same shit. Like, yeah. Which is like, whatever, that's what your thing is. That's what your thing is. And, but and you're if that's what your chasing. thing is, be the best at it. You, but you're cloud chasing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because, using, but that's what that, you're using somebody that's what that industry is, though. That industry is like showing that you have clout to bring people out. Yes and no. Yes and no. I feel like a yes and no because number one, if you have a, if you have a quality product, it'll always it'll always come out on Speak top. Speak for itself, yeah. I I, I believe that a hundred percent. You have a quality product, just like if you're a quality person. Yeah. People are gonna fuck with you regardless. Yeah. I would never have to post. That's literally what we said people, before we started. Like, yeah. My my actual page, I've actually really really like gutted out everything and started to uh, make it more about like my personal life and um, different aspects of things that I do, but. I realized, I was like, I don't really like having other people on there. I don't like tagging a bunch of other people because if you came to my page, I thought that you would want to see me. So even though at that panel where I was talking about, oh, you know, Michelle Cousy was on the panel and now we're doing another event together, um, Lisa Cortez was on that panel. Mm -hmm. She was the executive producer for Precious. Mm -hmm. I didn't post no pictures of her. Mm Because it's my page. Mm-hmm. If you're coming here, you're coming here to see me. Mm-hmm. And even though this is somebody who's around me, I'm not trying to make it look to y'all like, oh, we out here, we working, we grinding. Like, you going me back and Lisa to your million. Lisa Cortez million... are writing a movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you just know, be like, like, stay tuned. Like, right? for what? No, exactly. <laughs> y'all, not, y'all not working on nothing. Exactly. It's very much like people feel like they have to show you who they know, the second and third, where it's like, no, I have friends who have a million or so followers. And um, it wasn't until I actually finally made my page like a, a business page that I actually started paying attention to some of the insights. Yeah, you can see the statistics and all that. I hate that. I hate that. I feel I, like well, it's you too don't addictive. Think it's, well, well, I mean, to me, like, yes, that's I, I see where you're coming from. But I, to me, it's just like I use it for what I use it for. Like I, I use it for like to know when the best time to post something yeah. is, and like when what what people. I I use it for what it's supposed, supposed to, be to be used for. for. Yeah, but it can be like oh, like I'm obsessed with. But that. like I look it, at it and I'll be it's like, being a human being, it's like you gotta like know what you're using. I look at it and I'll for. be like, yeah, all right. Now it's just kind of like you're almost thinking about what people are looking at it, and I'll I'll see like people from California looking at it. Like, I have a large number of people from California looking at it. I never lived in California. I haven't been to Cali since 2010. Yeah. But, like... Some of your con- some of the type of your content might resonate yeah, with Yeah, re- and then these people are finding it, and it's like, oh, you know, this person works with Diddy, and they fuck with me. Or, you know, this person is Jazzy Jeff's son, and, like, oh, they done retweeted me to John the Third, and it's like, some of you were like, ah! Oh, this person liked it. And they're like posting and I'm like cringing because yeah. I'm like. You're posting someone liking your post. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I'm like cringing like, because I'm kind of like, you know what? This is a normal person just like you. And if you're putting out a quality product, they're, they're, they're supposed you, you to. You expect them to like, yeah, yeah. There's no way that they're going to scroll right past and be like, oh, that's dope. No double tap. Like, you know But the what? thing is people do do that though. People do that. People people will True. tell me they like something that of mine, and I, it's not like I'm keeping tabs on who likes and who doesn't like. But I do notice that like the same people like my things. So like when someone I might see out 
Like it's funny. People oh, have, you know what? I've seen people out and they be like, yo, I've I'm watching certain, Sporty Life. I've and I've never seen stuff. them like comment or like a Sporty Life thing. But they're like, they, they know about it when I see them in, in Giant. Or like, mm. I saw somebody in Wingstop the other day who like mentioned my podcast to me. Somebody who went to my high school. I didn't I didn't even really know him like that in high school. I've felt, he, I've felt like that, but I've also felt like, you know, some people want other people to validate it first. Some people want somebody else to put the thumbs of approval on it before they're that's like, 100%. I'm going to go ahead and, and do this. I'm going to go ahead and repost yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm like, I don't watch the whole episode. I don't have enough time. I'll sit there and be like, boop, boop. And I know that double yeah. tapping it will at least put it on an explore page yeah, okay. or on a like yeah. page for somebody else. But I'm saying a, lot of, people be, a lot of people are fine with being ghosts on social. That's what I'm saying. So like, like the, the whole like notion that somebody, if they like something, will like it is not necessarily true. Like somebody can like something, but not act like they were even they, yeah. they saw it you know what I'm saying and I feel like that's kind of how our society is our society kind of like acts like they're too cool to be on these social spaces when they're low-key stalking they're low-key on there more than anyone else but they're yeah. just not active to make it look like they're not there but I feel it's like so it's, funny it's until until you get like some sort of seal of approval which is really weird to me too because <clears throat> when you get in a seal of approval from somebody where it's like oh um this person did an event with Oprah and that's awesome because now I see Oprah fucking with him, Yvonne Orgy fucking with him. You know, let me go ahead and double tap because that's tight. I'm, yeah. I would want that shit for me. What happens when that person's no longer getting those kind of gigs? Like, do you still fuck with their content? Because then it did change. Yeah. I believe that. And like, so like, that to me is really also kind of like why I'm like, I don't really like the clout chasing because then if you're relying on, oh, whose tail you're riding on, like the same people who are giving you the attention because of whose tail you're riding on, they're not going to be there when that tail is gone. It's funny. Um, I remember one of the early, in, the, in like an early, early stage of this nation shit, um, I kind of had to like, not like Kirk on my homies, but like there was a time, you know, Drum. Yeah, Cha Cha song. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a time like he was like starting to blow, blow, blow up, and he's from Hampton. Yeah, and um, a lot of my homies know him like on a personal level, and I like uh, I kept. Seeing, I like that new song too, the one in the commercial. Which one? Um, the beautiful song. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. John is a good musician. I mm-hmm. I really am a fan of his. Like he makes very, 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 very good music. So like I'm a big fan of him. So like what it's, I'm about to say funny. is not on some it's no, and sorry to take yeah, go you ahead, off. Go ahead. Um, it's funny also, one of the things that I, I really fuck with about going to HBCUs is that you do get in contact with a lot of creative yeah. ass Dog, people. it's so crazy. Earth Gang, you ever heard of Earth Gang? Yeah. Earth Gang is like, they're like blowing, I mean, they've, they've been blowing up for the last like four or five years. They signed to Dreamville like two years ago or maybe last year. But I like one of the things I remember in my head is niggas walking around with Earth Gang shirts in, in school. And I never saw them on campus, but I'll always be like, I thought it was a clothing line. Yeah. Niggas was literally walking around with Earth Gang oh, t-shirts and sweatshirts. I thought it was a clothing line. So I, I, I no, I thought it was a club. <laughs> I thought it was a club that like. Wait, so when did you find out? Um, I found out they were musicians like when, like, 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 like later, like maybe my senior year, mm. you know what I'm saying? But they, but like, 
fre- from freshman year. They were visible. Saying, they were visible. But I thought I yeah. found out they were actual musicians, like maybe my senior year. So like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I was just like, damn, like. But then and then I just started seeing them like on on TV. Oh, not TV, but like on YouTube and shit like that. Yeah. So I was just like, damn, like they really like grassroots came up. Because, but they but listen, they're from Atlanta and then they came listen, to Hampton and like HBCUs, made their shit. HBCUs offer opportunities for people from marginalized communities to have access exposure. to things. Yeah. Not even exposure to have access to things they wouldn't have access to. We have access to certain things simply because we're in Gaithersburg. Yeah, that's very true. And we don't sometimes we're recognize affluent, that that is affluent community. That is that is a that is a very big advantage. But like when you have black people who come from nothing, Straight and up. so now you're taking them to a school that's like, oh yeah, we do have like a studio here. And niggas we do have, have money. Like niggas in like, have money. You find somebody who like you and I, where it's like, oh yeah, you know, we connected this person, but like I don't know who your father is, I don't know, you know, what you come from, mm-hmm. but you might have a connection mm-hmm. where you're like, oh yeah, my uncle's rich and he has a studio, like you know, like you put those people in the same damn place, yeah, for four years, yeah. and like you have people from the dirt, like that doesn't happen a lot at PWIs because of how expensive it is and because of how few African Americans are able to even get there, let alone wanting to create a community or reach out to a community of people who are just like you. Yeah. You are already in a place full of people who are just like you, look just like you, so you don't have to find something to connect with or to relate on. Like, we already connect on that. And then not only that, but, like, if I'm in a room with somebody like David O, David O went to an HBCU. Really? Yeah. Nice. Small-ass HBCU. Yeah. But, like, he went to an HBCU, and this is man. This is a man of millions. Mm-hmm. He like, comes from a millionaire background. Like, yeah. imagine running into Davido if you were at Hampton, yeah. and then, like, this man's telling you, like, I want to be an artist. Can I record in your studio? No, bro. Right. <laughs> like, right. music's but like, right now. But, like, <laughs> then when you find out, yeah, like, oh, he does have a little bit of money, and, yeah. like, you're putting these creative selves into yeah. each other, and you're like, this man comes from Atlanta, from, you know, Gwinnett County somewhere, mm. and he happens to know how to mix things together. So yeah. he gets together with, oh, this boy from the dirt, and that boy from, like, Teddy Riley was broke and was in the hood and was helping Bobby Brown, who was from the projects. Like, they both were from the projects mm-hmm. and was like, yo, I'm working with somebody who I connect with and they understand. Mm-hmm. Being able to connect, like, I yeah. feel like that bridge at HBCUs have her constantly what people don't understand yeah. and why some people think, like, oh, HBCUs are dated. They need to get get rid of them. No. That's real. But the point I was making about drum is that when, like, we were coming up on the nation shit, like, a lot of my homies kept trying to like tag drum in pictures and like act like he was part of Nation. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I just was like, dog, like stop doing that. We're not riding his coat. To, like, yeah. th- this is his moment. Like this, has, like this has nothing to do with us. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like this thing has nothing it. to do with yeah. us. And it, it was just com- and, and it was just on some like, yo, like y'all don't believe in this if you feel like we have to have him, have him like be it. our yeah, like be our approval source. And it's like he's not even. And it's like it looks thirst when you're tagging him and he's not tagging you you know what yeah. i'm saying or like or you keep shouting him out and he's not mentioning anything about you but you it know looks, that it looks it looks very very bad that's very that's also very much like um it's the, i feel like that's the nigerian um mentality for you as well because what do you mean we're we're we're, we're um, prideful prideful and um from like as a kid, you're just always taught to like face your front. Yeah, I don't, don't want worry about from what nobody. your classmates yeah, are doing, yeah, yeah. or you know, even if you're worried about what your classmates are doing, worry about you know, all right, this one's getting an A. How can how I can go, I learn from him? Not necessarily give, like yo, give like give hand. me an, like give me your answers. but yes. like, what do you know that I don't know? Exactly. Type shit, you know what I'm saying? And like in my adulthood, I very much try to hold on to the idea that my parents gave me of face your front. 
don't be turned around looking at what your friends are doing uh, or paying oh, attention yeah, to what yeah, your kids. Like, like tunnel vision yeah. type shit. Yeah. yeah. For worry about what you have going on. And if somebody else wants to come to you and help you, then all right, cool. But like, face your friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Straight up. If you worried about what's going on over there, like you're swerving in too many damn lanes. Yeah. Like, That's real. Just zero in on that. Because when you zero in on that, you're going to get a better product that might draw the attention of somebody bigger than this person or might draw his attention later. And... In all honesty, even if it does draw his attention, like how far is that even really going to get you to? Yeah, you man. focused like, all that time on like because at the them. end of the day, like niggas are worried about getting themselves to the play. Like you know what I'm saying? Like 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 if he's worried about getting himself to the promised land, yeah. he's not gonna like go with that. You know what I'm saying? He got himself to where he got, so it's yeah. like you're not like no one. And I don't expect anyone to. So like I also be like dog. Like when people be mad about somebody go like getting to the next level and not bringing people with them, I'm like dog. Like how, like. There's there's no obligation in that person to, to bring help people. you. Yeah, like if they want to, that's super dope. But if they don't, like bro, they got themselves and, and, there. And to be like, and to be one hundred percent honest, I feel like um, even with social media, it's kind of weird because um, it makes you feel like you know people who you don't. And like, I'm not gonna lie, certain people who, I, who I, you know, when they be posting, I'm like, oh, you know, it's Shorty's birthday, whatever, woo, woo, woo. And I be sitting there like, damn, I remember when you was pregnant. And I be sitting there like, I wasn't there. <laughs> damn, I remember when you was in the hospital having that. Yeah. I saw it on IG Live. I just, you know I just be sitting there like, bitch, what? Like, you was no, she didn't I'm like too you. invested. I, I look at shit like that and I be like, damn, I'm too invested. Yeah. I, need to, I need to tune back but into at, myself. But at, the same, but at the same time, I also kind of feel like, all right, you know what? That's cool because I'm low key rooting on you from over here. Straight up. But straight like, up. also, um, I've had people who I might have met them like once or twice and they like still will watch all of my stories and they will still like send me messages here and there. And um, regulating my mental diet has been a big thing for me mm-hmm. because I don't like taking in trash because I feel like it, it drains my my brain. Yeah. So I have to regulate how much um I have to regulate how much reality television I like watch. Bossip and like fucking yeah. like a baller alert. I have to regulate shit. how much shade room I take yeah. in because I gotta I gotta say the shade room comment section is hilarious, bruh. 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 There's bruh. always gold in it's that funny. comment it's section. It's funny because like I literally don't, I really try not to even engage at all, but some, I can't lie, I'm human I'm human. Sometimes I get caught up in that shit. Yeah. And I'm just like dog, like some mornings, is wild some mornings I like, wake up and I read the news. Yeah. Some mornings I I wake up and I read the read shade room comment yeah, section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> either way, I'm getting information. I'm getting information. No, that's, that's real. Like either way, you're getting your daily dose of like yeah. news for the day. And the is, like, because the algorithms all change, you know, like the top comments. Yeah, because you'll go to your explore page and it'll literally yo. be like shit that it's like, I don't want to look at this, but somehow they know I want right. to see this. Yeah. So, <laughs> I want the option. Want the so option. one time, or one time I got into that joint and um it was some shade room section where they posted something and I seen like a girl I know who had like commented. It's always funny when you catch your friends in the shade room. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> I, I, I only really look when I see like people only, that I know because they'll think, show you the comments that of people you yeah, know. Yeah, you only think that like, oh, it's only you like Idiots. doing it, whatever. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's only you and like little kids or something yeah, that's looking yeah, yeah. at this shit. So when you see another grown ass person like 30 something years old and, and they just commenting in there, you just be sitting there like, bitch, what the hell are you doing uh, this especially, morning? Especially if they're replying to someone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if they're in something so with someone. Like, so I get in there and like uh, my friend Weebo was going back and forth with this guy and like 
the guy actually has a very large following and um like she had said something to him like actually like that's not funny and he fucking went off and fucking started frying her called her all types of names said that she looked like um somebody from Arthur like Francine from Arthur and the craziest part is that so now all of his fans went to her page and saw her picture and it was like she do look like Francine so now they're hyping it and I'm sitting there like damn bruh I'm sitting there reading it at like 6am when I should be getting dressed for work and I'm sitting there like damn we both got fried by Shad Santiago (laughs) (laughs) that's crazy and like I'm dying too because I'm sitting there like this is Tammy from basketball wives or whatever is best friend going back and forth with you on the shade room comment section it's hilarious but i just say that to say that uh, the shade room comment section is gold but you gotta watch how much you take in yeah because i definitely have to um i think give myself a time limit so that's number one so the instagram uh business page will now allow you i don't know if it does on our regular pages too but it allows you to show see how long you've been on Oh, yeah. I, I just noticed that I don't know how long it's been going on, but I noticed that yesterday. So my average is like an hour and forty five minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. I um, some I was talking to somebody else about that, but I haven't checked it out yet. Yeah, but that's but a good smart. way, and it, like, yeah. and it allows you to set like what you what you want your limit to be. You yeah, and I mean, I get a lot of um, I have a lot of followers who are in politics, and a lot of followers who are just like people I've known and met like along the way and sometimes some people I've met and known along the way I have to unfollow them oh and yeah bro I, I tell people all the time when I meet them like you not them I don't necessarily say it when I meet people but like I know mentally like dog like whether I follow you or not has nothing to do with our real relationship like yeah. I can't follow sometimes I have to unfollow people that also do videos that I might be not intimidated by, but like I get down on myself yeah. because I'm like, yo, your videos are so good. And, and it makes me feel me bad about myself. I have to unfollow you. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, you're too good for me to follow you. There's been a few people who are like, I'll go and I like, like their page and send like a lot of stuff. And I'll, I'll be like, hmm, let me see if this person even follows me because I don't see them liking anything. Mm-hmm. Or they might have, they used to, and now it stopped. And mm-hmm. I'll go and I'll check. And I'll see like, oh, they don't. And I, I do kind of feel aware. It's like, yeah, yeah, everyone feels a way when but, it's like, but I, I have to remind I have myself. To, I, I, I sometimes have to tell myself, like, honestly, good product is good product. Good person yeah, yeah, is good yeah. person. And like this, this one person, person following me doesn't make doesn't, or break exactly. my thing. Exactly. Not only that, but like whatever their reasoning was, like I have to be okay with whatever their reasoning. That don't got nothing to do with me. Yeah. Either way, they're going to come back around. And either way, social media is not real. It's Internet not, niggas yeah, are yeah, not yeah, yeah, real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These people exist in your head, essentially, mm-hmm. until you meet them mm-hmm. in person. There's nothing tangible that you can touch, you reach out to. They can't text you. They can't call you. They, If you wanted to stop getting bullied by them, you could easily go and delete the chat. That's it. Straight up. And so to have that much power and control over what you're consuming, like you have to take that power and control. Yeah, so that's like, the thing. Like You do have that power. It's just people don't realize it, and they don't really like own it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like people... people I, and you I feel like whether, whether me it's and about hate me. whether it's about that's the thing like whether it's about social or non-social like like you have the power to you know what I'm saying allow things into your life or not allow them into your life yeah. you know what I'm saying like you have to own up to that fact dog we have to all take accountability in the fact that we allow things to happen to us or we don't like we that that's where it starts you know what I'm saying once you understand that it's up to you you know what I'm saying whether and I'm talking about even your parents like it's it's so funny like with my, I said earlier in this conversation that my mom 
and my dad literally ingrained in my head as a kid, you're going to be a doctor. It wasn't until, and, I, and then I said the thing about when I was like, my, my mom wants me to go to grad school. It wasn't until like literally I was like 25 to years ask old. yourself, when what I was do you like, want to do? I told my mom like, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm doing this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And she did not talk. Like she was upset. She was blown. She and didn't talk to me. But then she got over it. Not even, not only did she get over it, I ended up being right. Now she like, dog, she thanks me every other week. Like once a month, she's like, thank you for like running the business the way you do. Thank you for like being steadfast in what you think is right for you. Because mm-hmm. it ultimately, because like I raised a good son in the sense that like you, like our, the family's values are part of yours. So it's yeah. like you're not doing anything to like hurt the family. Ooh, and what you're yeah. doing is for the family. It's just that it's not necessarily what the I what, wanted what I for saw. you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's, and, and it, it, I didn't see it in the moment when I was doing it. It was like, I think there was just a time when I was like, yo, this is what I'm good at. And like people like it. And like, the only thing that I'm fighting is the idea of what my mom wants me to be. When that's the only thing I'm fighting. have to like you. Bro, that's like, the only thing that I'm fighting. Me, it's so. like, dog, like, these people want me to, they, they're, re- they're willing to pay me to make videos for them right now. And, and you want me to go to school to maybe be a doctor. Like, maybe. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then possibly maybe. not be happy. But, but yeah, but not even possibly. I didn't want to do that. I, I, I thought that's what I was supposed to do to make them happy. My, my, my goal is funny because Chi Chi was here the other day and we were talking about oh. like, yeah, we were talking about like, how how people see themselves taking care of their family and i saw myself taking my fam- taking care of my family by be- by being the profession that i thought would make me the most money and then making x amount of dollars and then cutting my mom a check like every month like here like i've made mm-hmm. it here's the money that uh just to help you out here's some you money you know what's wild i've always had doubt in my mom's vision. but but hold on but wow. hold on. let me let me finish the thought though cuz like what i realized is that I'm helping my family by doing, like, being me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm running my mind. Like, it, like I had a, in, in, in starting um, the music thing and then starting the nation thing, I had a vision for a business and running a business. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, as I'm going to school to be a doctor, my heart is in, like, learning how to run business. So, that's so what literally I'm learning. This is, and that's, and I, this is why I say, like, it's wild because I had a, I had a doubt in all my mom's vision is because we tend to do what our, our parents will tell us to do and then still sneak off Sneak off to and go do and your do. own thing. That, what you that want is, to do. Exactly. Yeah, that is a big yeah. telling sign. Yeah, so, like, I was, I was... I'm willing to apply more hours after I'm tired. Yeah, after I'm doing, like, the thing that I'm just checking the box for you know what I'm saying so like I'm doing so I'm doing the business thing and then I'm like wait like let me just like see if my mom will let me work for her and then apply like learn how to actually run a business in that Mm -hmm. sense and then just maybe after four years go and like do my own thing you know what I'm saying so I'm like yo can I like do this with you and she's like yeah but you have to go to grad like the only way I'll let you do it is if you go to grad school so I'm like all right I'll do it again just to check the box so again I said I I went for one semester once I'm in there I'm like dog like I'm I'm, I I was learning all this stuff anyway like now I'm just having to pay you know what I'm saying but I was learning all this shit on YouTube I was learning all this shit iTunes used to have this shit called iTunes University Mm -hmm. I used to like they where they give you college oh, classes. You know what? I took classes. I used to take, bro. Yes, my dad laughed at me when I told him I was taking free general, classes. Dog. General assembly. Bruh, I, they're I took real. They're that. real yeah. shit. My dad. He didn't laugh at me, but I was telling him. He was like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm taking classes on, on like on online." He yeah. was like, "Where?" And I was like, "Like on YouTube." And like, and he was like. And he just kind of like scoffed, like, like whatever. Like, that's he, was not like, he was like, when are you going to get serious type shit? And I was like, what? I was like, whatever, man. I didn't I didn't know. I was, again, I was like 23, 24. And I'm like, y'all want me to have my whole life figured out at 
23, 24. That's not real. I don't know. I had some kind of like vision of myself where it was like, okay, like let me just keep like this is what I like again. I'm doing what they want me to do, but in my free time, I'm doing this. Like so I'm like, it must be what I like to do. Mm-hmm. So fast forward to, you know what I'm saying? And they, they will school, they will support you once they actually start once to they see, see it that. happening. So like uh, fast forward to my sister's wedding. My sister's wedding in Nigeria, I make the vi- I make the wedding video. Still Everyone a loves it. I was it. not there. Yeah. I mean, wait, well, I'm sure you were invited. Um, I was broke. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything to do with that. There was, but, uh, but there like was a little a little problem there. Everyone loves the video. So like then, then my mom is like, oh, like, okay, he's on to something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's still like she's not like with But you know what it is also is that uh, I've learned that with them, it's not even like when you actually show them in production. It's when you can monetize. When it. you can see when they like yeah like so now like when you, know you, what I'm saying? you got people, I got people coming through and different. like doing things and like, like I, I'm, I'm out of town on biz on like work jobs and stuff I like was, that. My mom I is now leaving me alone. Two completely ends, mm-hmm. completely different ends with my mom when I finished undergrad, and you know because mm-hmm. I was over here. Yeah, yeah. but like. Um, when we were at odds, she was starting her business in Hagerstown, and she basically said, "Like, oh, you guys should come run." If you're not doing anything, come yeah, work for me. I would kind of sit there and be not, like, not there, doing anything. "There's not any directives. There's no one to train me. We're just essentially sitting here, and you don't understand. I actually have a degree, and I have something of value to offer." And I'm sitting there arguing it verbally, and it's I wasn't winning for months. I wasn't winning. We're going. Me and Serge were driving up there, driving an hour, and sitting there. All day for eight hours sometimes. And just like, young, there's no money coming into this business. I don't understand, like, what is it that we're really supposed to do? Until one day, we drove up there, and I just told Serge, like, all right, well, you know, I went to school for communications. You went to school for marketing. We're going to figure this shit the fuck out because, in all honesty, the children that she knows are gone. She hadn't lived with us in four or five years. She doesn't know what we've done when we went to college. She doesn't know what what projects we did with friends. Y'all can bring to the table. Yeah, so she's not taking this serious, and I can't blame her. And I was like, so now I'm just gonna have to show you. And honestly, the show me mentality came from that very time mm-hmm. because I was like, I'm not about to drive out here every fucking day, and we're just not making no goddamn money. And this is a, a family business. Like, get get out of here. So. I was like, all right, communications, you know, I can pitch things to people. I'm really good at creating pitch decks. I'm really good at like visualizing certain things and like planning and getting meetings and preparing like things that you need for meetings. So I called every hotel. Go we had a we had a yellow book that was like delivered, like old fashioned yellow yeah, books. Yeah, yeah, I know. So I'm flipping through the joint. I'm like, let me call anybody who's a hotel or a venue, an event venue. We, we're an event planning business. So if you have a hotel or, an, or a venue, all I'm doing is calling you and telling you that we just opened up. We're in the area, but the company has been around for X number of years. And if we can get a meeting with you, then that's great. And in my head, I'm thinking like, all they got to do is say yes. I'll sit down and meet with you. And that's already a step. And if they sit, I sit they say yes, then like I already had pamphlets that I had Serge help me make. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, he was in marketing and he didn't really care. He still wasn't like really completely sold yeah, on, on like football. what I was trying to do. Yeah, yeah. So he was like, all right, well, we got to be here. So, you know, whatever. So we're sitting there and we're putting together like folders. And I, I know my mom. She's great. When it comes to actually putting together the event, when it comes to actually putting together like the products and like the paper and doing the um the contracts, yeah, that was more so like me and my dad. 
So I was like, I put these folders together. I had these meetings set up. And like finally, a couple of places were like, yeah, we'll meet with you. I called my mom to tell her, like, all right, well, I'm going to this meeting. Um, and I'm going to be leaving the store with Serge. So Serge will stay here. And she'll be like, wait, you have a meeting? When is that? And she left her job in Baltimore. She left Social Security Administration, told my dad to drive her all the way to Hagerstown so she can be there for this meeting because she didn't want me to mess it up. And she's wondering, first of all, like, how did I get a meeting with the person in charge of the conferences and events? Mm -hmm. Like, this is an important person. How did you get this meeting? They're in the yellow book. (laughs) I tried. (laughs) All you had to do was ask. Like, honestly, sometimes that's really all all you have to do. That's real. Ask. And somebody's going to give you a shot. And when they give you a shot, don't miss. Yeah, that's all it is. So I was like, all I need to do is show up on time and then give her these pamphlets saying these are the packages we're offering you and this is the discount I'm willing to offer I'm giving you an opportunity to pay less Mm -hmm. and I'm giving your clients an opportunity to pay less for these equipments and these things because we are new in this area and we want to keep things in the community we were like a a mile away from that hotel so they were already like oh y'all are right down the street they ain't even gonna have to go too far to find you. So I asked them for first right of refusal. If your customers come in, tell them immediately to come to us. And if they say, nah, we don't want to work with them, fine, cool. But like, tell them immediately to come to us. That's that's the contract. And if they come to us and they tell us they came from you, we guarantee them this discount. We also guarantee them that if they come from somebody else and say somebody else had it cheaper, we'll match that price. Because either way, we get in business. I'm not sitting in this damn place for eight hours and we're not making no money. So from that, essentially, like my mom came down and my dad was telling me, he was like, the entire drive, she just was sitting there like, I don't know how, Tisa. And we've been here and we've been doing this. And I sat there and I was like, you found a value in me, but you didn't believe in any of the stuff that I was telling you I was going to college for. You didn't believe in what I was telling you, like what I wanted to do. Like I can monetize the shit out of this. And since then, she still has a contract with that hotel. That has been her number one like money maker. Mm-hmm. And it's just been an instant flow because they know that, all right, we've seen how she works. We know that she can do a great job. And I did too. And I was like, all I needed to do was alley-oop you. Mm-hmm. And you just been dunking ever since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it very much was like, I needed to show you that I you can bring some bread. Plan. You got to show like them. like and Because the I thing can is, tell like, they you. Don't, but the thing is, like they won't, like it won't, it, it's not like, you got to wait for that opportunity for you to show. You got to take that yeah, opportunity because and we show were going, that. we were going you know for weeks. Me and Serge were going for weeks. We were sitting there like, bro, this is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Like in between then, I was, you know, going to class and because I was going to GW at the time, I was going to job interviews and I was like, yo, I'm, something's got to shake. And if you're really passionate about something, you're like, yo, I'm going to figure this out. However, and then I finally got, oh, a job to say like, all right, we're going to give you a shot. And then from that job being like, all right, we're going to give you a shot, it went to, you know what, I like I like popular culture. Let's do these interviews. Like, Mecca wants to do its nation. Like, I'm I'm with that. Like, whatever it is that actually strikes me, I can be good at. Mm-hmm. And I can pour myself into it. And it just all happens to work out. But I think for them, they definitely are like, you know, the kid that they know is who they sent to college. Yeah. And so they expect they you to the still be that. They came out on the other end. Yeah. You come out a different person on the Way other end. Way different. And they don't know what to expect. They just know that, all right, this is who I brought to yeah, the world. That's real. And so this is what I expect. So they're like, when are you going to get serious? And I'm like, I'm getting serious right now. You just don't see it. That's real. That's real. And it's a humbling moment for them when they finally do see it because they don't never want to tell you. They'll tell somebody else. And my dad was quick to call me and be like, your mom said if it wasn't for you getting that that deal with this hotel and we wouldn't have been whatever woo woo. Yeah. I sat there and I was like, it took that. 
Bro, it's crazy. Like my dad, the last time he was here, he was like thanking me for like everything. And I'm just like, damn, like that's crazy because I remember y'all weren't talking him. to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I remember when y'all were like mad at this very decision. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and now like it's I can't even explain like how I felt in that moment. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it was just like an unreal, like I, I didn't think I would experience it until like 35 or something. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and it's just like, damn, like everything that I said I wanted to do for my but family. But you know what kind I'm of fire that gives you it. when you're like, yo, I could go yeah. hard. And it's like, like, yo, I haven't even seen the half. I did that without your support. So yeah. now imagine what the fuck I'm going to do when yeah. you're right behind me and you're like, yo, keep going. Oh, I'm sorry, I keep on cursing. No, no, but, uh, what? what? This, have you heard this show before? We talk? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> we've been, first of all, we've been, we're like two hours in, we've been I, cussing. I've so it makes no sense to apologize now. Like, even if you thought I was gonna edit every day, you already I gave know. me bad work. Like, you know like, Sorry, Mac. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, nah, it definitely feels like, oh, this is what I did when I didn't have you in my corner. Yeah. And not to say that you're not an important part because our parents, I do feel like, are big pieces in who we are, mm-hmm. especially just our culture and how we are. So now imagine that you're actually behind me. Like the panel I did um, where I, I worked with Michelle and I worked with Lisa Cortez, that was the um, what? when did the continent become cool panel at FIT. And you came. Yeah, I was there. Was and there. I remember just thinking like, one, it's great when you can have events and you can put money inside your friends' pockets and we can be like, oh, let's do this together. But um, two, one of the things I took away from it was everybody there spoke on how none of their parents understood their creativity. Now, nobody saw their vision until after it came to fruition. Which is why I'm like, dog, like you need to just do... It's a, it goes back to... This is the theme, dog. You got to just fucking do it. You got to believe it. in yourself. Just do it. You got to believe in yourself. yourself. You, can't, you can't... But the thing is, I feel like people want that validation they want that second person to be like yeah i believe in you but it's like if you have that great but but if understand that that's a luxury you know what i'm saying you like, like you need going. to be able to do it without that you know what yeah. i'm saying because like if you're waiting for that you'll be waiting no. you might be waiting you, you could be waiting a week you could be I waiting remember, forever i remember the first time that like my mom actually like had told people like theo's a rapper and like she's yeah. like it's proud funny, of it I I was was like, it's funny i'd I be looking back i was i was here working and my mom would still tell people I needed work. Like, she'd be like, do you have any jobs? I'm not just looking for a job. I'm like, mom, I have three jobs and I'm making videos. Like, what I, more? Like, what do you? She's like, but she's literally telling motherfuckers that I'm not working. And I'm just they, like, dog, like. They have their own idea of what they think you should be doing and like where you should be and what those signifying things are that you've made it. Like, oh, because you don't have also, your Beamer at yet. The, at the same time, it's also a, comp- it's, a, it's a competition with them and their friends. It's yeah. like, they want to be able to tell their homies that yeah. this is what my son's doing. And this honestly, is where my daughter's at. Honestly, like, this is where I love the rebellious part of Anne. I really do because Anne will really sit she there and play be that like, game? nah, never. Never. Not in front of them. Yeah. Like, she'll very much sit there and be like, Teresa's a degenerate. Um, <laughs> Theo's a rapper. <laughs> I don't know what y'all thought y'all were gonna hear, but uh, I'm just keep it 100. Right. <laughs> Serge is gonna be our salvation. Like, Straight up, that's what. No, that's really what the conversation was like. Like she'll sit there, and then at the same time, even though she's like joking a little bit, I can tell like there's a little sense of pride because like she'll brag on it somewhat. And like, and she's bragging on it. She's also like, I'm not going to brag in front of these little assholes because I want more for them. But I also see what they're doing, and I also don't. 
I don't conform to what anybody else wants me to be as a mother. I don't conform to what anybody else wants me to be as a parent. Like, oh, why didn't your daughter go to law school? Why didn't your daughter, why didn't they do this? Why didn't they do yeah. that? Although these are things that I internalize and I have to go home and, you know, sometimes like, did I fail? Mm-hmm. Because that's natural for any parent. Mm-hmm. Those aren't things that I'm going to like press my press my child out on. Like I had an auntie, an uncle, who saw me at an event recently, which is wild now that I've like lost some weight too. Because like it's some people who I'm like, don't be looking at me, <laughs> like like nah, son. Like you used to babysit me. Like yeah. this is weird. oh, they at you like attracted. Like, yeah, like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please don't comment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you look so good. <laughs> like, look at your figure. You're like a coke bottle, please. Right, like, that's like, inappropriate. Right, like, we, we get it. We all see. It. Thank you. Thanks. But like he commented to my mom, like, oh my god. When is your daughter going to get married? Yeah. And my mom was like, she's not going to get married. She's LGBT. <laughs> too supportive. Your mom and, being too supportive. And my dad, my dad, You're trying too hard. My dad jumped up and my dad was like, you're forgetting the cue, Anne. <laughs> Thanks, dad. Like, what the like what the hell are y'all doing? Like y'all are trying to like you're trying to be too supportive. You're trying to you're, be way like <laughs> you're ruining me. <laughs> like I get I get what you're trying to do, you're but me, like and you're also trying you know, to embarrass that's me. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, but that's I, so funny. But I remember just thinking in that moment, like, damn, I really fuck with you for trying to. Protect As they're trying, they're trying. Because also, like, all these aunties and uncles had seen like I'd been in like a relationship with my ex boyfriend Greg mm-hmm. for like four years. So yeah, he was coming around. So you're thinking like I'm some sort of a failure if I haven't gotten married and had kids because oh now like, that's I've the benchmark. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like they've never pressed me out for that. Mm-hmm. Kids, possibly. Mm-hmm. Jacob, honestly, wants grandchildren by any means necessary. If mm-hmm. I find a bum on the street and give him grandkids, he would be I happy. I mean, he's got a grandkid. He wants more. So many more. Yeah. He definitely wants more. And it's not even, I don't even think it's about like having. He just wants babies. He wants, <laughs> he just wants, he wants, he wants one wants from me oh, specifically. Okay, okay, okay. Like, it's like, nah, I had one girl. Yeah. I wanted to see you be a mom. Yeah. And I want to see what the effects of my parenthood has had on your, parenthood. your exactly, your journey. Yeah. So you definitely do like take pride in it. And not only that, but like, not the same like when boys love their parents the same way that women love that women love their dads men the joke is that oh men will get married one day and like oh if your parents were to come to your door and be like oh we really need to come in here like your wife would could easily be like nah Mm -hmm. but like a daughter if your dad were to come to the door you'd be like oh hell no my dad ain't staying outside like he gotta come in Mm -hmm. i don't care what you say like Mm -hmm. this wedding will this marriage will be over like Mm -hmm. it's and it is very true because it is yeah Women do kind of like have this special relationship with their dad. So he does always feel like he's my best friend. Mm -hmm. Like he's my solace. He is everything. He is my guide. He is my teacher. He is my doctor. He is if I'm having a panic attack and I have really bad anxiety, like he's everything. So he's also very much like I poured a lot into this one particular being and they're going to spread me on this earth as much as possible. So the way that I want to see me spread on this earth is I want to see them become a parent and I want that to continue to like grow. And yeah, I feel yeah I feel so it very much is like, oh, if anything ever happens to him, he ain't going to be able to knock on Serge and Theo's door. They're going to sit there and be like, my wife don't want you here. <laughs> like, Sorry, Jake. Sorry, Jake. Uh, <laughs> you're going to have to figure your shit out. <laughs> you can stay for a couple of days. But, uh, you got to make it up with Anne. Exactly. <laughs> you got to make like, in the fight. Like, my, <laughs> like, my, my dude definitely called me in Baltimore one time and was like, 
if you want to get a two bedroom, I can help you pay the rent. No, you're staying with your wife. Yeah, like, <laughs> but like, there's that. There's just that relationship. So he's yeah. very much at this phase been like, if you want to have kids and you know you don't want to get married and you know you happen to find somebody, and I'm like, you're tripping. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> you're getting desperate for the both of us. That's straight up. That's straight up. Um, so yeah, it's um, it's cool because they they defended me in a way in which I didn't expect for somebody to sit there and be like, oh, why isn't she married? And not only that, but I also kind of felt like um, being gay or bisexual or, you know, curious in, like, West African culture is not, not acceptable. acceptable but, like, I've always been very open and honest with my parents about, like, I'm doing whatever the heck I want to. Mm-hmm. So they always look at me like, she's weird. She's yeah, probably yeah. out here dating women. And yeah, honestly. Who knows? <laughs> like, who knows? And I don't try to keep tabs. So yeah. Like, yeah so. Honestly, I'm not even judging it anymore. Yeah. Like, I come to the house with, like, my gay friends and they be They don't there. know whether y'all are together. Yeah. This is my friend. <laughs> gay men, like, gay uh, women. And, like, my parents are just always open to yeah. everybody, so they're not going to make you That's feel uncomfortable anyway. That's dope on their anyway. part, too. That's dope on their part. But I've always, I, I mean, because I know your parents in a very uh, Personal. Like, particular yeah. way. So I've I've seen that, too. But I've always kind of, like, really fucked with that. It's funny because um, I've always noticed that about your folks more than mine. Like, my, like, I used to be very hesitant to bring around certain friends to my family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, I would no stall have them meet me at your house. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, straight up. Like, no stall. I think, I think, I think, um, I, like, I think I, like, used to bring girls that I talked to over to your house before I would bring them to my house. Like, just as a tester. Like, straight, yeah, just on some, like, you <laughs> know what I'm saying? I know that, like, we can chill here and not, like, have people on our back, like, like, who is this? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They'll be like, hey, like, they'll be like, who this, who is this is and, like, introduce me, but not on some, like, Start judging. Why me, are like, they yeah, like? Yeah, this? like why, why are they, they here? Team? Who are they? you know? what I'm saying like so. I think that's very interesting. But um, yeah, man, I don't want to keep you too long. I do want to before we wrap up. I want to get your first of all. I just want to like really harp on the fact that you were really like one of the first folks to fuck with this whole thing, dog. And I really want people to understand. Like, go back and watch some of the interviews we did back when this shit was called Goon Nation. Back then, dog, go back and watch the interviews on, on YouTube. They're still on there. Yeah. On Hala, Saba. Yeah. Dog, it's, it's hella shit um, that's got Reese Rich in there. But um, before we go, I want to get your just parting words. Like, anything that you might want to leave the audience with, you know what I'm saying, before you go, you can go ahead and do that now. Um, I guess my parting words would just be um, to fall in love with yourself and to really pour your, pour a lot into yourself. Um, you really have to fuck with you to make things happen for you. And I really, really am proud of where the where the website, the podcast, everything, and everybody who's like kind of jumped on is kind of gone because it feels like a family. And it's real. Um, it's all been like I'm keeping it a buck with myself. I'm just being myself. Like from Saba, from Angela, all of us just being vulnerable enough to show each other who we really are without needing to hide it or to be like, I'm low right now. I don't got it right now. Like, Try to act like you're something you're yeah, not. Yeah, like. That's what I hate. When I do interviews, I don't mean to cut you off, but when I do interviews, that's something that I notice. People like to be someone that they're not. And I'm just yeah. like, oh, I wanted to interview you to be the real you. you yeah. Know I um I actually asked my friend Roy for some advice before I, um I came on the podcast and I was like oh, you know you have a podcast what's going on and he was like just be you be yourself and I remember just Those thinking make I'm like the best interviews. yeah I was like honestly truly that that's all I can be and as far as like getting things done and like being active in the community I um I'm doing a lot more 
to um, put a lot more out there so that way people can see who I really am. But um, people who know me fuck with me. People who don't, like, I don't okay. pay attention to or be around. So, like, it's not, like, in my purview. But, um, yeah, in uh, 2019, I definitely am uh, trying to share more of my space and uh, the creative space. Um, I do have the book launch in June. Um, big wedding that I'm going to be a part of. In the fall of next year. Is that what? Yeah. <laughs> it's lit. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm doing the video for that. Yeah. Well, she asked me. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And then I have just uh, a lot of other side projects I'm doing with um, the uh, the nonprofit. We actually have a um, we have a documentary we did at the school and I'm currently working on and a fundraiser that I'm working on for that. And this is the year that I turned 30. So I'm really excited to see where like that growth kind of takes me and falling more in love with myself and becoming the woman that I want to become and the woman that, who I am. Um, I want to see like where that goes. So follow me, like, share. And, where uh, follow yeah. you where? You got to tell them where to follow you. Oh, Instagram. My Insta, <laughs> my Insta is... R-E-E-S-I-E underscore R-I-C-H, Reese underscore Rich. It's just a personal blog, just everything from fitness to politics to social events and um, community events. And um, I'm also on Facebook. I don't really interact a lot on there, but you can find me on there. It's Teresa Koenig, spelled K-O-N-A. And um, anything that's nation or anything sporty life, um, pretty much like sending it out there too, because there's a lot of dope shit to be consumed out there. That's real. So um, we're giving y'all options. That's real. That's real. I really, appreciate, I really appreciate you coming through, man. This was a Dope, dope conversation. I feel like we haven't talked in a while. I feel like the last I time know. I saw you, was maybe I've been, I, 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 I low key was holding in a lot yeah. of stuff because I was like, oh, we have some catching yeah, up to do. So when you real. called, I was like, yes, yeah, 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 slick. yeah. So, um, yeah, man. I'm and I, I'm excited to see everything you got coming in 2019. I really feel like you should be if you're looking into like making more content. I, you get, you give me Angela Rye vibes. Like you should be giving your little like pundits on like what's going on in the political state for our age dc demographic our dmv young adult demographic you could be the voice of that like uh what's it called as far because you 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 you're in the industry where like you see things before we see them dog yeah you can be our you know i'm saying our uh insight our voice like just something you should consider, you know what I'm saying, moving forward. You already know you got the production team to do that. Yeah, it's you know um it's it's, it's great to have the support behind yeah. it and to know that like y'all are like, yo, go ahead. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. yeah. Straight it's, up. Uh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna Tell be me a when dog, I will make it happen. Cause I've been I, it's, it's funny, like I, I I started this thing low key called Nation News, but it never really came into fruition. Me and my homie Brooke, he was gonna be the, the anchor for it. But um, it was something that we like tried for like Trevor me. Noah stuff? Yeah, no, it was literally me, Ch, and this dude named Brooke. We're trying to like make this happen like last year. Keep your ideas to yourself, okay? <laughs> it's been out there. The clips so, have been out there. But like, uh, and if anyone, uh, dog, like, beat me to the punch if you're gonna do it. Like, so if you hear this and you're gonna do it, beat me to the punch. But like, that's yeah, like that. It was like on some like you know what I'm saying news for like young niggas. You know what I'm saying young yeah. niggas like yeah. niggas that like to have Honestly, fun, but like also want to be informed. You we know all what I'm we all look for 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 this stuff from straight somewhere. up. Yeah, so, so um, having having them options out there, yeah. I'm I'm working. Yeah, I'm I'm out here and yeah. I'm definitely trying to. Yeah, do I know you're someone that's there. not like afraid to work either. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you know what? I might sometimes show up late or drunk, <laughs> but I show but. up. <laughs> <laughs> but I show up. <laughs> that's real, man. I appreciate you coming through, man. No, thank you for having. 
having me. I appreciate you tuning in to this episode of This A Podcast. Um, wherever you're listening, Spotify, SoundCloud, Anchor, Stitcher, whatever. Uh, please like, comment, subscribe, all that type of stuff. If you think this was a valuable episode, you learned some stuff, save it, listen to it later. Uh, share it if you feel inclined. Um, again, we got a bunch of stuff on itsnation.com. So check us out there. We got Sporty Life TV. We got Saba Saga. We got all kinds of stuff on there. So check that out. Uh, YouTube, It's Nation TV. Uh, always dropping new content We got the Sporty Life TV living there Follow itsnation.com On all social media channels Instagram, Twitter Vero if you're there Snapchat uh, Itsnation.com spelled out So that's itsnation D-O-T-C-O-M um, And just you know what I'm saying Keep supporting the brand man We all, we all really appreciate it It's fucking nation <laughs>